to Monday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. Brady Bogan is in his bunker. Eric is right there. And, of course, uh, Big Dick Toledo, we're here. Ready to go post-4th of July uh, weekend. And uh, we're the only ones here. This is ridiculous. Like, everybody else is on vacation. But due to Brady's incredible disease, we had to Plague. So yeah, we had to sit out a couple of weeks. So we're like, yeah, hey, it was a vacation. Nothing to do anyway. Uh, 4th of July weekend now behind us. And it was uh, so long. You realize how nothing... <laughs> When there's nothing you can really go and do, how long this vacation can seem. Those three days felt like a month. Oh, there are plenty of people going to do stuff. Oh, there were. That's why I stayed home. <laughs> there was a lot of folks out. There was a ton of stuff going on. And uh, the 4th of July boomies went off in people's front yards. And I got uh, all my friends that uh, that feel the same way about that as I do sent me photos of uh, across the nation. Pictures of hands blown off. In a, and I have a doctor friend who sent me one that was... Rather vulgar. It was a hole, like a foot. The dude had his whole leg from his knee to his foot blow up because he tried to kick something. The Lord works in mysterious ways, John. I guess he does. He He works with a boom. He blew up a bunch of hillbillies this weekend, which was just hilarious to me. The one that was the dude's hand, all all of his hand bits were gone. And then the five tendons that work your fingers were laid out like streamers. Oh, it's great. Big meat pile on top of his wrist. And uh, so, yeah, I got a lot of those pictures, which I didn't expect. That's a first, by the way, uh, every year. And I talk about, like, you know, your, your hillbillies and you're blowing up stuff and making people's dogs and veterans and everything else. When you, when unexpected uh, explosions happen, uh, veterans of wars and dogs and babies and kids, they, they don't like that. That's, you know, you usually have to have a designated spot for explosions, but we don't. Fourth of July, you can kind of expect it. But the third, and Eric and I were talking about this off the third and the fifth. The fifth is a very good equation for Erica. He equated it to having your Christmas lights up till the 15th of January. Doesn't make sense. I don't get it either. You just got a few leftovers. Why didn't you light them the night before? I Why save no a few and then go, oh, screw it, we'll do it tomorrow? But hands blow up, which is hilarious. Apartment yeah, I got a text from a um, guy I know. He says, hey, uh, this was last night. Just wanted to invite you over. We're having about 30 people over. I got a big display going on. He's going to blow some stuff up. You yeah. bastard. Why didn't you cut some out, Brady? Did you go? I did not go. No. Did you stand at a distance? Nope. Did you get your new test? I did. I'm still positive. You're still plus. My God. Yeah. It's wow. a, it's down a lot, but it's still enough in there that tested. Well, you, you can have uh, the... MLs, how much the coronavirus is in your system, uh-huh. basically. So you still got it. You're still toxic. Yeah. Strands of the DNA are still in there. You're still toxic. You're still a dangerous um, source of death. That's no. how you, you have to look at yourself that way. How do you know? I can send you the text from the, uh, the doctor on the thing. lab. I send you a text basically. saying another you doctor. Text the doctor? Kill, you know, kill you. No, it's That's a impressive. report yeah. that that doctor. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have a doctor. I can I'm going to find you a doctor that calls you a Petri dish of death, Brady. <laughs> Because they're out there, too. Just don't do it. Positive is positive. You're not allowed to do it. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't done anything different. Damn right. This week. This week will be a big week. You are are AIDS. You're walking (laughs) AIDS, my friend. You think this will be a different one? You think you're going to come up negative this week? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you got hope? Any? There's a belief and a reasoning? Fingers breathing change? No, no, no. Nothing will change. You don't think so? Mask up. Oh, no, you're not. not Yeah, yeah, from you, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you are. You are. You're the, you, like when they tried to take E.T. out of From the house. From everybody. They got to put up tubes and big old hazmat suits and everything else. Yeah, nobody's over at the house. Still no wife and kid. Uh, Kirby and uh, Ronnie came over Uh-oh. Saturday out on the patio uh, for 4th of July. And we oh, um, 
I went out on the driveway uh, because Gilbert is uh, one of the leading communities in pyrotechnics. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Right? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it was 360 degrees. The only one that I saw that outdid that was someone had uh, posted uh, a video of a helicopter yeah. um, going along L.A. Yeah. Well, air, if you've ever flown on the 4th of July, that is kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, if you're, I've, I've flown in on the 4th of July before as you're coming in at like 9 at night. Yeah, the whole I did city it pops. Too. It's pretty cool to see that. That I like. How do they yeah. not hit planes? Yeah, they can kind of go around the... the they they kind of know where the planes are going to be. Planes know like where the fireworks are? Planes very rarely just decide to take lefts and rights. They stay in patterns. So you, I think city plans are basically not to fire the fireworks. What about a hillbilly just throwing them up? Hillbillies, if they can get them up that close to an airport runway... Maybe you live by the airport. And you can... Otherwise, you're shooting them 15,000, feet in the air. That's good shooting, kid. That's good That's, shooting. That costs a pretty penny, probably. That ain't cheap. That ain't cheap. So, yeah. It looks smaller, too. Yeah, but the boomies that went off uh, over the weekend, there was a lot of them. A lot of folks were uh, throwing them up there, and uh, it was out. You know, my buddy Chris, who lives up on uh, Squaw Peak, said he sat on his patio, and he's like, man, it is just it is just an amateur night of fireworks going off in the valley because he can see all the way, like, out to the football stadium and then downtown and all this, and it's, it's ridiculous, like, how many people were just like, ah, screw it, light it up, burn it. And then uh, on, on that note, my buddy Rich, my renter, Rich, uh, I'm coming home from work on Thursday in the middle of the afternoon, and I took Campbell back to 24th Street. And uh, on Campbell and 24th Street, there's fi- there's smoke and fire and stuff. And uh, I'm like, holy cow, that house is on fire right there on Campbell and 24th. That's crazy. So the the fire department has this thing all blocked off, and it's taking forever to get around this deal. And I get a text while I'm sitting there watching this house burn from my pal, Rich, who says, well, I just rescued a woman and her dog from a burning house. And I'm like, Where? And he said, "24th and Campbell." I'm like, "I'm right here. I can like I can see right. Where are you?" And there's Rich just standing there next He's to his Volkswagen. He's like, "Yeah." He was driving by, and the thing's burning up. And he stops and he goes in, and this lady's like, "Oh no, 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 I'm fine." He goes, "No, your house is on fire." No, no, I'm fine. And he had to like carry, he had to like fireman carry this woman who was in denial that her home was burning to the ground. Wow. Out of the house, and they had to go back in and get her dog. I'm like, he's a hero. Are you cutting his rent now because of that? No, good God, no. He's a tourist attraction. <laughs> no reward. Plus, he's probably pulling in a ton of extra hero money, I think, is what goes on there. Get a lot of those uh, those rewards. There's a crowdfunding that's already started. Yeah, he goes, the lady fought him tooth and nail. She wouldn't. She didn't want to go anywhere. I don't want to. No, it's, no. He's like, get out. No. He's like, you got to get out of the house. No, it's fine. It's okay, not stay. Fine. Well, that's what he was like. Who else is in there? I'll get them. No, that, no. He's like, he just carried her out of there. Rich is a big dude, so he's like, no, lady, you're coming with me. It would be weird. I mean, you know, she's not seeing a fire. And oh, you're seeing in. a fire. She knew very well the house was burning. Oh, okay. She just said, it's just the garage. We're fine. It wasn't. It was the attic. It was the garage. The whole house is up. It was crazy. They had to push the neighbor's cars out of the way because it was that big. And she's just like, no. She just didn't want to go. It wasn't just her rice and beans on the uh, stove. That's there? exactly what, yes. More than likely, it was a Mexican meal gone wrong, Eric. No, no, can't leave. Rice and beans. No. My Dios mio, no. You want some rice and beans? No. 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 <laughs> Pero? You take Pero? Yeah, I can take your dog, but you've got to go. Yeah, so we rescue. So congrats. Rich Balls. Uh, nice work, Richard. He's a hero. Hero, of hero the in the community on Thursday at the very least. It's good. And then, of course, uh, all I want to pay attention to right now is Jizz Lane Maxwell. Because Gislaine Maxwell is about to spill the beans. Not to on Andrew. No, she won't do it on the royal family. That's coming back. 
But Ghislaine Maxwell is going to absolutely spill the beans to save her ass. She faces like 35 years to life just for knowing what she knows. Yeah, they got to put her in a very special room. She cannot have visitors. Can we just say that now? No visitors. Like the military guarder? Zoom only. No, because there's people who... Oh, that's yeah, true. Never mind. Don't yeah, do that. The people who are, are, are in question run the military. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have a private group. You have to hire a private group. But then group. a private group can get paid to... I suppose. Hire bidder. I don't know who you do it with, but Ghislaine Maxwell is the uh, the right-hand Brady. Man. We need uh, somebody with morals. Brady. Uh, Brady can get bought off in a heart. There's already <laughs> some uh, volunteers. I guess uh, Trump... Oh, sure, the whole uh, Clinton Gates family. and yeah. Bill Clinton said oh. they'll the watch. Yeah, Clinton said he'll personally keep an eye on this. But, yeah, and he's going to kill her. But, yeah, there's no way to protect her. But she even said out loud, I got big names. I won't get the full deal. Like, her, her first statement is, don't worry about it. I'll spill big names. Oh, my God, this is going to get so interesting. And they were, and they were before her bust, you know, they were prepping to uh, spill the names to get, you know... Who? Epstein off as well. Oh, Epstein. Uh, the reason Epstein's dead is because they knew he could he spill He didn't get a names. chance to roll it out. Right. And yeah. he, had to, he had to get it in order to uh, destroy the videos and all the other stuff. His hard drives were all But wrecked. don't you think that... Oh, it's great. All right. Let's say she spills the beans. You know, whoever it is. Well, yeah. there's so many. There's a lot. They're going to have so much money to hire the best lawyers of all time. They're not all of them. They're going right. to beat this. Yeah, most of I them will imagine. say accusations and proof are going to be tough to come by. Yeah, from a, a madam, basically. Yeah, yeah from from a child madam, which is even you know yeah. like Nickelodeon madam. You're going to take her word for it. Yeah, yeah hearsay on. is one thing. Yeah, she's a liar and a cheat and whatever yeah, else. Yeah, she's going to be just destroyed if. She has access to all the videotapes from that house that they know was just oh, loaded with cameras. Now she has tons of proof. That would be where I think. But I don't think she does because why run? Like, if that's your protection, you just basically send out a couple copies to some folks just and say. you don't want to deal with it. Yeah, why don't you get me uh, some uh, immunity here? And if you don't, I've got more copies of this where this came from. And, you know, you put yourself at risk to get killed. But she's up in New Hampshire hanging out. She was in France, evidently, you know, living the life. And then she pops over for some some pancakes or syrup or whatever. She's up in New Hampshire. I don't understand why you even go come back to the U.S. But she got and they caught her. And there's something to it. There's something fishy to the whole, ah, we found her in New Hampshire. You weren't ever looking there. Yeah, well, we got a tip. I'm like, oh, something's up. She sent some tapes out. And uh, the balls are rolling to make it look like she got caught. But, oh, it's such a fascinating story, this whole Epstein thing. And if it all comes loose and she does have tapes, I know, uh, I know a couple of uh, people... Well, let me just say this. I know a couple people who know a couple guys who are scared to death right now. And they're, they're celebrities. Huh? They're celebrities, but they're low-level celebrities that evidently were, were uh, in the mix of being pals with this guy. And uh, Name names, No, John. I can't name names yet because I don't want to get sued. But I do have a couple people that... Uh, wow, it even has reached with. you? Yeah, well, no. I mean, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. I that's talked, amazing. I talked to a couple... Well, that's how big this actually is, is that Jeez. it came back to like, wait a minute, Who? <laughs> And it's like, yes, we've all met this these two individuals. It's and come all the, the way down comic to world, I, I, get, I could think of uh, a couple. Yeah, there's some comedy folks, but, and then there's a couple other people that are uh, involved in, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, the entertainment industry through uh, legalities and such. So it's it's yeah through like you know running stuff, and being in charge of things. It's crazy. So it's there's some there's some people who knew. And it's very uh, impressive names 
on the list, and then you get down into the mid-level entertainment people, and you're like, wow, this dude had his hooks in a ton of... Because you remember, he used to Jeffrey used to throw a bunch of uh, charity things and would hire bands oh, yeah. and would hire uh, comics and would hire actors and actresses. He, he was, he was, everybody was around Hell, this Hell, Alan Dershowitz was his, uh, was lawyer. his lawyer, for God's sake. Yeah. Hutzpah man. Uh, so, yeah, aside from that, and he'd be fine because he's like, look, I had to hang out with him. He needs representation. Uh-huh. Sure. I've been on the plane a million times. Nothing ever. But he would be the one that said nothing happened. But man, oh man, if it starts leaking out in these videotapes that they say we're in that house, if Ghislaine Maxwell has all those, forget about it. This is a, this is, this is what would be the most fascinating thing going on right now if we all didn't have the Brady disease and uh, and we could go outside because it's not 140 out They're there. They're renaming it after him? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's, well, he's the one who's ruined everything here. It's, so we it's call an it honor. Yeah, it's well, an honor. Yeah, you're, you know, you're basically uh, the Lou Gehrig in the building of, of coronavirus. So we call it <laughs> the Brady Bogan illness. I mean, Vela wasn't even coming to work. He'd been gone for months. Yeah. He picked it up doing his real job. So he's out. But, uh, yeah, Brady brought it into the building. Still running the plus. Were Kirby and uh, uh, Ronnie nervous? Masked up. Maybe a little. uh, Did they stay away? Ronnie might have been. Yeah, yeah, we we kept at a distance. Nothing. uh, You didn't make out. I scrubbed down the the house before they they came in just to make sure everything's, you know. Did you have someone do do that? Should have brought in a should have brought in a woman for that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I did call about that. I called about two weeks ago. They have for, a maid service? Know, different, different cleaning because I was seeing if they have um, what companies are jumping on COVID cleaning, oh. basically. Um, and there's a lot of, there's about four or five biohazard companies yeah. that now do a residential deal. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty pricey. Yeah, they'll come. Well, is it worth the love of your wife and child? I say not. No, do it yourself. No, DIY, no. I say. It's a little too expensive to clean up the problem. I'll do it. I got this. And who cares at this point, right? They get it. You've been yeah. through it. They they deserve it. But no sexual. Uh, you didn't scrub her up. No conjugal visiting. Glove no. up. No. Did, was she interested at all in the idea of maybe? I no. Can't, I can't imagine she. Unless she's like an yeah. extreme sports athlete or yeah. something here. Like she's a rock climber. She's already uh, taking a risk. Yeah. She's going in. Yeah. Yeah. Did they seem to enjoy the visit? I would have been in a pure yeah. panic. Megan had another fever Thursday because her SIBO. We didn't ever realize that. Yeah, that her she's got this stomach disorder called SIBO that occasionally flares up. We've never taken her temperature when she gets a little stomach thing going on, and so we took it Thursday, hundred and one. I'm like, Mm-mm. adios, amigo. It's back at the old AC. It's in the Marriott again, Thursday night. I ain't sticking around for that. So you wouldn't be like Ronnie and Kirby going back into the hell? No. no. <laughs> People flip out. She like, should get that PCR test just in case. Yeah, well, whatever. Trip should now she's got trip would ki- would literally kill me. Like, hey man, Megan's got it, and I hung around the house for a couple days. What in the world? Why didn't you leave her? I'm like, you're right. I, I don't know. I I stayed for a day. I just love. Looked at her. It was love. Yeah, it was an hour. I'm like, that's enough. I'm going to a hotel. I can't live like this. Too many people uh, at work that I deal with that would would die. Can't do it. So it's yeah, it's a creepy, weird thing. But yeah, I jumped up. One of the back, things that they're test. talking about is, uh, you know, most of the time, a lot of businesses will do the temperature check thing, mm-hmm. um, and they found that um, that might not be the most efficient. The one that's really rising to the top is the smell check. Yeah, they're doing that. I saw that today. Yeah, the smell do check a is big. Scratch and sniff. But some thing people and- don't get affected by that. A lot more. Yeah. They, what they found was a lot. It's more prevalent than um, 
But one thing we do know for sure, fever equals infection. Not necessarily coronavirus, but that's why your body runs a fever. Something's going on. So you got something brewing, and I ain't catching none of it. I ain't doing a thing, just in case. So, yeah, I ran. And then fine. Took another test on uh, Friday morning. She got negative, came back fine. So, yeah, it's crazy. And And I'm like, I wonder if it is just when you have this stomach thing. We've never, you know, nobody has ever done that in the past. Nobody's been running around their house with... You know, thermometers and temp checks and all this stuff. And we're, I'm crazy about it right now. I can't stop. I think it's a fun game. We're playing around here that I shoot people and I guess your temperature for 20 bucks. And if they get it, they get $20. I had to pay John Gordon. He guessed it two days in a row. It's amazing because it's different two days in a row. He hit it down to the point. And but he's good. He could work at a circus. He could. He, he, he'll, a, he'll guess your weight. B, he's not real temperature great with the man. Age, But he knows temperatures. And he will guess your temperature. 20 bucks. Hey, man. 97.4. Watch this. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Bingo, brother! Twenty bones. We find out he's making millions. He's amazing. But yeah, John's the only one. Everybody else is missed by a mile. But uh, yeah, so we've been doing that, and I'm like, I wonder if that has something to do it because when she's not feeling 100 percent about that, her temp goes up. I'm like, I wonder if that runs the temperature because I'm leaving the house every time it does, just in case. But. Watched Silence of the Lambs in the hotel room. Fell asleep. Went back. She got tested. Back there the next day, doing all the fun, and she felt fine. So. It's strange. Yeah, the smell test is one. There's a whole bunch of different things you can run off of, but it ain't worth sticking around. If somebody says, I don't feel good, run from them like they're about to explode. That's the rules. I don't feel good is akin to saying, I have a gun and I'm not afraid to use it. Because Not because you're going to die from it, crazy people that are about to text me, uh, but because you could get it back to your office or anything. Just keep this ball rolling forward, trying to keep as many people... Uh, out of the hospital as possible because the faster it ends, the better off we all are. And we can go out and do stuff. This 4th of July weekend was a drag. It just took forever to get one day through that. It was nice because it felt like a full five or six days off, but man, oh man, nothing going on. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. That is the number you need. You call us, you give us a wake-up song, and we scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! But you can't talk to women. Oh, are we on? Uh, it's 623. Thank you, Inept Hero. He's talking about how we talked to remember, uh, Mo down there. Nobody's here. It's the weirdest thing. The station's empty right now. Uh, everybody's on their break, which is good for them. Hey, take them. But uh, Mo's down there in the hall, and she's... Toledo gets here about, uh, I don't know, like 530, a little after that. And uh, Mo runs in right about the same time. And I remember when she first started, she asked for advice and stuff. And I'm like, just make sure you're, you're, uh, you're on a schedule that works for you. And don't, you'll burn out so fast doing this gig. You don't realize, you know, a lot of people are like, your job's cake. Hey, it's not. It's not. It's mentally exhausting, especially the first few years, to try to get this thing cooking and get your brain wrapped around it. No, it's not swinging a hammer or standing on a roof. But I could do that. Most guys who swing a hammer and stand on a roof can't come in here and do this. So it's a it's a very mentally draining gig. It is not physically difficult whatsoever, but it'll drain you mentally. Most ask me advice right off, like what? Do you, I'm like, look, what time are you getting here? I get to work about three. I'm like that's just because you're trying to impress bosses and stuff. You got to stop all that nonsense. I get to work social media for a couple hours. I'm like, Mo, you're gonna burn out <laughs> so fast trying to get here at three and leave at noon or one, and then start the whole process over. It's 24 hours a day. Your your brain's gonna be working because you're just gonna be observant. And you got to pay attention to everything that's going on and kind of know things, have an opinion, like understand what you're going to do. But uh, 3 a.m. social media posts and trying to plan out. You're going to – she gets here at 535 and oh, yeah. runs down the hall and starts <laughs> the show. Flew by me yeah. on the 202. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that looks like Mo. <laughs> 
<laughs> show starts at like 5.40. And I mean, she is flying down that hallway just to get... The second her ass hits that chair, it's like... Yeah, it's all day Z, everybody. It's the mom chair. That's a tough schedule for a super stoner. Yeah, that ain't easy for uh-huh. her. Uh, yeah, especially, especially after a three-day weekend. Oh, man. Oh, she cooked herself this weekend and then tried to run. But, yeah, it's so funny to see that. And then some guy I've never seen before. I think he's running the KSLX show. Who uh, I saw him out there. Isn't on that the... Garyan? I don't know. No, no, no. Garyan's the big dude, right? Yeah. No, there's a guy standing on the patio taking a photo of the sunrise. I'm like, eh. So I put my mask on. I went and I didn't go to talk to him. I went in to get a bag of M&M's. Just checking Walked things. Right no, and he was in there. And I'm like, so I taken a picture of that sunrise. And he goes, man, you just beautiful you guys get to see this every day and i'm like you know what i hate every day that f- sunrise i don't appreciate it You've at all it anymore i hate it now uh, yeah 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 we get a real appreciate 20 years of a sunrise just makes you realize you get up before the goddamn sun every day put the blinds down yeah but yeah we put the blinds and we block the sunrise every morning this guy's outside taking kodaks <laughs> hilarious brady how is the sun's uh rising your did you see it in your area brady are you up Admiring the sun. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm facing, uh, but I have a lot of foliage in front of it, so it's partial. I put the blo- I I put my plantation shutters up. Yeah, you blocked them. All right, there you go. Way to go. Got to change the name of those. Your Brady shutters. Your Corona shutters. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so appreciation. Eric and I were just talking off there about Hamilton too. I tried to sit through Hamilton on the Disney Plus over the weekend. It's a long. It's a long haul on your couch. Yeah, when you first sit down and you hit play, and then yeah. it says two and a half yeah. hours. Like, Whoa! And re- it's amazing. It, it really, is. truly is unreal. Brilliant. But, it's um, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. And the intermission comes, and you're like, man, I actually need to stretch out at the house. I'm going to walk around for a little bit. And it's a short, like it's one a minute, minute intermission. A minute long, yeah. but I did some stretching, some calisthenics. I can pause it. I can make my intermission as long as I want. Yeah. And then uh, the second half started because when the intermission comes, you're like, that's a good hour and forty minutes we just went through. That's a nice run. Why they inter- why why, why uh, stop now and then you hit the thing and you see the bar and you've got an hour and ten left and you're like whoa I don't know if I'm gonna go. and then the first song starts in the second part and you're like okay they're back at it and then all of a sudden my eyes are rolling back and I can't stop and I'm doing the Toledo like ah oh, oh. Lisa watched it I'm not gonna three make it. times no kidding she's, well, she's used phone. to she's used to dull slow things yeah but it's really good it's just you got to pay attention man. She watched that on her phone? There's so much stuff you can make. Oh. Yeah, because I was playing games yesterday. The I full let, three I hours? Let, yeah, I wouldn't let her have oh. the TV. It's long. But it's pretty impressive, and I would like to see it live. I can see why everybody lost their minds over how great it is. But The the ability of those guys just to keep that up the whole It's way. moving. It is nonstop. That's for darn sure. And some of the most pure female singing voices I've ever heard in my life. They are it's killing it. It's frightening how good that uh, uh, the one girl that marries them. I forgot her name. Uh, I want to say Elaine. Okay. <laughs> Elaine, yeah. Elaine. Elaine, that's it. Oh, she's amazing. What the hell was her name? The one that married Alexander Hamilton. Forgot her name. Her character name? Yeah. God, I, I forgot to remember either. Just, we'll just call her Elaine. I didn't pay that attention. No, the white, I liked it, but... I, was she white? I don't know. Was she the white girl? She's kind of Mexican. Yeah, she's yeah, she, yeah, Mexican. Man, her voice is insanely good. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, but it is a, it's a tough sit-through. I think your average Joe, you know, uh, thermos... Hard hat guy is going to have a hard time getting through all of Hamilton. At the house. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily for him. But oh, it's good. I just got I got about twenty five minutes left, and I got to prep for it because it'll crush you. Uh, other stuff that went on this weekend is uh, the big the big news is everybody's blabbing about all this. All the guys are blabbing about at least is the uh, the Washington Redskins getting a pressure from federal ex uh, was it 
was it FedEx that mainly they were the ones that pushed yep. and said, "Hey, yeah, FedEx we're, we're the name of the we're the naming rights of your stadium here." Owners of the Redskins, Daniel Snyder and company. And uh, one at one point, Daniel Snyder years ago said, "Never, it's off the table. It's a it's a, a non option. It's not going to happen. They are the Redskins. They're you're going to be the Redskins. Uh, it's not insulting. It's not meant to be. Blah 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 blah." Uh, so they're like, and and for the most part, people were like, "Yeah, okay." Like the majority of people, are like, "Yeah, one way or the other doesn't bother me." Now it's kind of like, "All right, we're we're going to make some moves here." And and Ron Rivera, the head coach, brand new head coach, comes in and said, "I'd like to change it. I want." And basically, what they're doing is saying, "We don't need this kind of pressure. There's going to be money pressure now if FedEx is in on it, and the stadium naming rights are up for you know FedEx is going to be like we're pulling." You're you're basically seeing money start to disappear, which is the the, the American now. Way. Daniel Snyder's changing his tune, and now he looks at it and says, "Wow, uh, seventy-seven million dollars uh, right out of my pocket if that's uh, if that's a thing." And you can't do that. So they've had a couple of them. Is that the new stuff? That's one of them. That's the red been, tails. That's yeah. being very popular. The red, red tails. tails after red the, hawks. Uh, Tuskegee Airmen. The Warriors has been brought up. The yeah. one I liked, uh, I saw on a list, was Battle Hogs. Battle Hogs is great. I think that would be cool yeah, just because you, you already got all those fat yep. white guys in their pig outfits. Yeah, so as long as they don't more. get cartoonish with everything. It's body make it shaming, also, Eric. Yeah, oh, is it for fat <laughs> Fat people don't like it, Eric. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> all all Redskins are big fat it's people. Out. Yeah. I just find it funny. This is what I find funny about the whole Redskins thing. And I, look, I'm not... I don't care. I just want politics off the field. So if it's going to make it easier to get through a game where Phil Simms won't say Redskins, or you got an announcer that just wants it, then 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 just it's going it. to then it's my problem now, and I don't want that. Like Nike, just do yeah. It. The second, well, like Nike, just do it with child labor. But it's uh, <laughs> you know, if we want to dig into the depths of the teams and, and the corporate sponsors screaming out fairness and stuff, let's just take a look at that. We changed our ways. I'm like all right, well, we're getting retroactive with just about everybody else. Let's just calm down a little bit about. You keep it down, Nike. Uh, but as fast as they changed the Washington Bullets to the Washington Wizards, just on the whisper that Washington had too much of a, a violence problem, and they, they attributed some of the uh, murder rate in Washington, D.C. to the fact that their basketball team was called the Bullets, it was more of a, a stigma on the city to say, wow, not only do they kill each other like crazy, they name their teams after it. And that was just too much to bear. People just were like, no, we can't have the Washington Bullets. The Washington Bullets is just, it's too detrimental to our society as people who shoot a lot. So they changed that in the drop of a hat, they got rid of Washington Bullets. I mean, that wasn't even much of an argument for a year. It really didn't. People don't care about the Washington Bullets. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter either because, uh, like, they didn't even have a debate about it. They just, it was the murder rate was high. This is inappropriate. It's gone. It's a lot easier to change it because they have like no the, history. Well, they anyway. got they do, but it just I mean, wasn't. They as haven't big. won titles and sure. stuff like they that. Won a title. They won a title. In they 70s. won a title. Oh, yeah, in the seventies, they were dominant. Oh, they were right. really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the red. It's still the NFL against. Sure, no, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying from the semantics of hey, we can't have this. It's bad for us. Sure. The Redskins thing to me is like all right. If you start getting the money, it's been such a debate over whether or not it's offensive. That it must be somewhat offensive. I've never thought to myself. I knew, like, I knew about ten Native American people that worked at Tony Romans when I was there. We like we had a run of them, and uh, all of them were Redskins fans. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I found it fascinating how many of them were like, "No, that's our team." Sure, and I'm like, "Oh, they're out there." There's yeah, they of loved them, them. And but was, there's there's some on the other side. Sure, too. but that wasn't the point. I mean, it was just this whole thing. Like, okay, so is it offensive? Is it not? So I've never really experienced people who are like, "I can't." Okay, and I know they exist in that. So, but if it started to become this battle where it's like it is offensive, 
and people are bothered by it. And it's easier to just change it and make it so announcers don't have to worry or people who cheer for them don't have to worry. Or if you're walking around in a Redskins coat that somebody's not going to come up and try to pick a fight with you, then you just change it. And I like Battlehawks, but you just change it because it's easier on everybody. And the second the money goes, make no bones about this. This is not a decision that these guys are making out of morality's sake. They're not They're not sitting back saying, wow, morally we've, we've really got a problem on our hands. No, 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 no. It stays Redskins if the money stays put. The second the money said, hey, we're a little nervous about this. And that's all FedEx said. We're a little nervous about this. We're not sure we're comfortable tying into this. We see the tide swinging on this thing. What do you think of maybe a name change or we might be out? That's what just changed the game. That's exactly why this moral swing happened. This beautiful, uh, you know, you know, dove out to the Native American community happened simply because FedEx said, eh, this is making us a little itchy. And you look at naming rights of stadiums, the last thing you need, like right now, if uh, Bank One Ballpark, what do they call that thing now? Chase Field. If Chase Field had Chase say, ooh, you know, Diamondback rattlesnakes kill like 7 million Arizonans every year. If we had a problem with them just slaughtering us constantly. And Chase said, we're not real sure we like the name of this and we're going to pull out. They'd, they'd think of a name change first to try to save Chase. If Chase bailed, it's hard to get a new team to come in and spend $50 million a year to plaster the name on the side right. when you've got this cloud hanging over right. you. So it's all about money. As much as the D-backs like changing uh, colors, oh, they'd be all They'd do it in that. a second. Because you know why? The D-backs are worse than uh, the white man that came and conquered this land. All they do is steal from you people. As a Diamondbacks fan, you got to be so fed up. Hey, we got new uniforms again. You guys are 20 years old. You've had Damn more it. new uniforms than every team that's been around since the 1870s. Now we're going to be uh, magenta. Yeah, look at what we've we, we've invented a color. <laughs> we're going to be shining silver balls. Now we're going to look like yeah, disco to, balls. You have to throw in an Arizona City. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they honor Sedona, that. Sedona, Red. We'll have Greer Green. Right. <laughs> now, we're, now we're aqua. Look at the colors we can create. It's like Doug Henning and, uh, you know, uh, Bob Ross are in charge of the entire palette. of Let's Yuma Yellow. They just keep switching. Yeah. If there's a city, they'll alliterate with its name and put a color behind it. <laughs> Kingman Crimson. <laughs> the Kingman Crimsons. It's the different letters, but it's the same cuss sound. Picacho yeah, Peak Purple. They would do it. He's popping peas, hardcore. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the it's a money thing, and Diamondback fans, for you guys to sit back and keep buying it, will continue the process of like you bought those ones that made them look like chimney sweeps that are dirty, that are light gray on top, and they get dirtier as they go down. Digital, the, the turquoise numbers, the Sedona red ones. You had the purple and the blue. You got a lot of uniforms. You've been robbed for a long time. So it's always with sports. It's always about the cash. They make swings about the cash. In a huge way, and that's what this is. So to sit back and act like they're finally being kind to the Native Americans by taking away the slur, sure, that's going to be the cherry on top. What they're really doing is trying to look like heroes and saving their own pocketbooks. And that's everybody that can act like this is a big, oh, times change and this is a different time and people are, no, they're not doing that. Yeah, and team names have changed plenty sure. of times over the years. Who yeah. gives a crap? And it's always. Not being so self-important. It is always. Because they're about to lose money. It has very rarely been... Because, you know, you could have morally or just done this. Or they're switching cities or yeah. whatever. The you could have morally, as the owners of the Redskins said, we're changing the name of the team. Before pressure came down. Right. 
You could have done it. Yep. Somebody, if it was a moral decision, new owners, are, when Daniel Snyder took it, and he didn't want that, you know, somebody came and said, hey, this is uh, too offensive and we want to be nice to everybody. I'm going to change the name of the team. And I don't care who likes it and who doesn't. That's a moral choice. That was a that would actually be a stand that somebody takes to say we don't want to offend people. It's not about. Can you believe Cleveland actually had a chance to maybe change yeah. from the Browns and they didn't? I know. <laughs> they put it back. <laughs> oh no, that was so great. Yeah. We need that. We liked being named after the guy. Keep in mind what Cleveland did with the Browns. The owner of the Browns, Mr. Brown, said, "You know what, Cleveland? You and everyone who lives here can go take big sticks and." F- yourselves with him. I'm going over here to Cincinnati and starting a team that looks like yours. He left. And I'm like, you know what we'll do? Keep the name. <laughs> huh? It's like uh, you beat your wife. You just beat her into a pulp. And you leave. And she keeps your name. Like she's like, I'm going to... And she gets married again. Still, look, I like the name. I'm Mrs. Brown. That is kind of weird. They, they He bailed on the whole town. F... Look at this huge finger, and look at what I'm going to do. And it keeps happening. To I'm going to go right down here <laughs> in the other end of the state, and I'm going to start a team that looks almost the same. <laughs> and I'm going to name them something close because I'm not allowed to call them Browns because you guys won't give it up. And that might have been their move. Like, well, you can't have your name. It's like, I don't need it. We're the Bengals now. <laughs> Watch what I do with our uniforms yeah. in the 70s. And the uniform's going to look just <laughs> like yours, except for it's going to say Bengals on the side. <laughs> Man, you really think about that. That I don't understand the Browns' history at all for them to celebrate that the guy who just absolutely hated them got so mad he left and started a copy team in the same state. And another guy leaves them. Yeah, and then, then then, then, you know what? I'm the new owner of the Browns, and uh, (laughs) we're leaving. And we won't take the name, because why? (laughs) Who needs it? We're the Ravens now. Because Edgar Allan Poe, you know, quote the Raven. No, anyway, nevermore to Cleveland is what we're saying. Is, quote the Raven, nevermore Cleveland. That's the one thing Edgar Allan Poe erased at the end. There was a comma after nevermore and then the word Cleveland. By the but way, we'll finally win it. the Super Bowl. Once we and we'll get it like a year from now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're going to be a new team for two, three years. And the year you come back, we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to be the Browns again. This You're idiots. you. <laughs> You're idiots. They had a perfect opportunity. The single most offended fan in the in the world, mate. Cleveland Brown fan. Dumb. Dumb needs a new definition. Because you, dumb is the, the dumbest person I've ever met is still smarter than anybody who's rooted for the Cleveland Browns. They abandon you. No offense, Brady. No, no, no. You're. Oh, you're. Oh, sorry. I was. You're a Bengals fan. He's a Bengals. Yeah. You switch back. Or I don't know. Which are you Bengals. more of? Yeah, you're more Bengals fan. Yeah. Because they had Booby Clark, and that used to get you going. <laughs> Munoz back there and the Kenny Anderson. Yeah. And, 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 and Booby, Booby Clark. Oh, they Booby, Booby <laughs> You like the Booby Clark. Booby was pretty yeah. good. But yeah, it's uh, the Browns fans. You were, you were a new Browns fan. When, and a lot of uh, folks, you know, back in the time when Paul Brown was doing that, he basically had the Cleveland Browns, and then he expanded the league and founded... The, the Bengals. It wasn't. It wasn't like he hated. Oh yes, it is. Like get out of there. <laughs> Go look it up again. It's funny how they. I. Oh no, he hated read about it. it, but they're expanding he abandoned them. Left all. He left. Sure, all, sure. Yeah. Under the guise yeah. of right. expansion. Right. Under yeah. the guise. Under the guise of expansion. I don't blame him. He had, the lake effect in Cleveland alone. Well, no, because he had so much power in the league that he said, "I'm out of here," and I'm, yeah. I'm bailing out. I hate it here, and I'm gonna. And they, they you know, I want to start something new, and they said, "Absolutely." 
So he had an opportunity to leave. Oh, no. He left Cleveland, like most people normal do. But, yeah, uh, morally, Paul Brown made a move to say F you to the team that carries my name. Huge rivalry brew up between the Do you think when the uh, Cardinals came here, they should have changed their name? There are Cardinals in Arizona. For a while there, a Cardinal was Arizona State Bird, like years, 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 years. Really? Yeah. Because up in Flagstaff, they're all over the place. But, yeah, then the cactus ran and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, there was... There are Cardinals in, in there. I don't know that it fits here so much. I have a Cardinal in my front yard. Hangs around. I wasn't here Beautiful. at the time, but was it a It was a pretty decent controversy, wasn't it? Shouldn't they change the name? Nah. I mean, they had always stuck together. The Bidwells always stuck together. Yeah, the Bidwells no, basically. Between yeah. Phoenix and the Arizona, I think that was the only controversy yeah. I heard about. They did. We, well, we, they flip-flopped two years yeah. after back. But uh, when, I, when, when it was here and it was announced, the Bidwells pretty much squashed the idea that we were going to get a new name. Yeah. Like right away. It was Cardinals. The history of Cardinals was going to be no matter what Plus city they were in. with that family, right? Well, the Bidwells were just not. They, you know, you yeah. went from Chicago to St. Louis to here, and they... they you just... It, you might have endeared yourself to the city sooner. Right. Well, he did that you, by wearing bolo tie. Oh, was you know, that? Right, yeah, that's when he got here. He dressed like a, a newsman from the 50s. And if you became something more... Phoenix, right. there, well, I remember there were articles Arizona. in the paper... And they were calling uh, things on radio, and, and TV would have, like, little surveys. What should we call them? The Eagles were going to move here first. Oh, really? That was the big thing is the late no 80s. Way. Oh, yeah. Really? The, oh, yeah. Late 80s. That. We had them. It was done. The Eagles were coming, and uh, they were ready to go. But they were just basically playing Philadelphia's money against them. And the Eagles, God, were, the Eagles were here. That. This was, that was done. And uh, that was crazy because everybody was super-duper excited. The only reason the Cardinals came here is because they recognized the leverage Philadelphia just used. And Philly against their city to say, we'll move. There's a place waiting for us that had a stadium. And then uh, it all worked out for Philly. And then maybe a year later, the Cardinals are like, oh, yeah, St. Louis? Well, and then St. Louis said, go after yourselves. Get out of here. And they did. <laughs> St. Louis didn't really fight too hard for them, and we picked up the, the pieces. But, yeah, the Eagles, I think it was 87, 86. The Man, Eagles hey, were that's when they were, good they were too. really good. Really good. So it was a, that was a super exciting moment when – Philadelphia Eagles almost moved up here. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the Cardinals, they, there was things on TV. They were like, what should we name them? The Saguaros? They had a couple of names, like the Firebirds or something like that. And then, eh, Bidwell's pretty much stomped that. But, yeah, the Redskins thing, you know, I kind of feel for fans of the the Redskins who have been fans forever. It does take your tradition for a moment and kind of trash it. But, oh, the, well. the history doesn't disappear because of that. No. I mean, there's plenty of... You look at uh, Colts fans, like Indianapolis Colts, sure. and then you got the Baltimore Colts. And, yeah, they can bounce them around. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. And Baltimore got their new team, so they're fine. I know yeah. Rams fans that stayed Rams fans when they moved to St. Louis, and now back to L.A. Like, yeah. They're still over. I know people who abandoned them. Yeah, there's I know yeah. guys from St. Louis who will not cheer for the Rams ever sure. again when they abandon their home of St. Louis, which was not the Rams to begin with. Right. And they're back where they started. They're back where they should be, actually. But it was his brother-in-law, Mike, lifelong Charger fan from San Diego. Yeah. Disowned everything. Guy had yep. everything. God, what happened to the Chargers? Now that is a yeah. I know what happened to a couple, a couple of Charger fans that left, like right away. Yeah. Gone. That is ridiculous. Yeah. But again, that was the city of San Diego saying, no, you yeah. build your own stuff. Don't, I don't yeah, blame they, them. And I give them credit, and except for a lot of people in San Diego were fighting back. The city council was the one that wouldn't build them anything. The fans would have chipped in their own money. But, you know, they just were, they're gone. And to live in that $2 billion estate they're about to get a second billing in, the Chargers are, uh, you had to make that move. That was a smart business move. So it's all business. Native Americans can act like, and, and you know what, the, the, the sickest part of this whole thing is going to be, 
Daniel Snyder, owner of the Redskins and his group, uh, shaking hands with some Native American leadership group for a photo op to say, you're welcome. As if they owe them an apology, you know, for putting all this pressure on Snyder. If you're that Redskins. Native American group, do you even take the call? Oh, I, like, I don't to, know. To yeah. be a part of that? Oh, they will. You, you, they will, and they'll be on TV, and they'll shake hands with them like he did something for them. I, I and that's kind of hope they just go away from it completely. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to go to yeah. Red Tails or whatever, or Hogs, or just, yeah. just get away from you it. You know what you could do if it, had, if it was Detroit, and they'd called them the Redskins forever. You could call them the Detroit Engines. And then just put an engine block on their helmets and go, hey, we're big into cars. And really throw the elbow into the side of the owners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> only you, homebrew. It would be pretty good, though. But they're not in Detroit. They're in Washington. And the only thing Washington exports is uh, idiots and bullets. And we already got rid of one of the names. I guess you call them the Washington Idiots. That would be appropriate. I would do that. The Washington Idiots. And then just put a powdered wig on the side of their head. Or like the Browns, you go the Snyders. Washington Snyders. Or that. And have the pretzel people sponsor the stadium. <laughs> yeah, it, it changing that doesn't bother me. And, you know, uh, Nike took down. I didn't know that. Yeah, this guy just wrote me. He said, woke Nike just removed all the team merchandise from their site this weekend. So the pressure's on from the money people. And Nike has All the to, corporations are bailing. Nike just needs to shut the f*** up right now. With all this pressure of what you've done in the past and how you've built your how you've built your company. Well, if they're making changes, I mean, I don't. Yeah, but it hasn't mattered at all if people have made changes. We're so retroactive to what you used to do, and it doesn't really matter that you made changes. The pressure they still have cheap labor that they they hide. They were just blatant using slaves for the longest time. You built your entire company on slavery. Oh, yeah, no, we changed. Nobody's been really forgiving of changes over the last couple of years. It's like, what were you? What are you? And how did you build this fortune? Sure, it's easy to make those changes now. But, John, you've got b- cheaper because of it? Yeah, but that's it. That's the thing. No. Are, are we? Actually, no. They're actually yeah, they not as cheap as they them. should what are you be. talking about? Yeah. No. Profit the, margins are better. They're Never humongous, mind. yeah. The $250 <laughs> that they target the inner city kids market with. market is r- unbelievable. Which is why LeBron James kind of falls on deaf ears for me with his Nike deal at a billion dollars personally. Screaming about equality while he fires off $250 shoes to the inner cities. And that's who he's targeting as a market. And that to me is like, wow, all right. A company that built itself on slave labor, and you're telling me you want equality throughout for you know, everyone. You pick and choose what stand you're going to take. I guess. Right? That's one you really want to kind of dance around. It's uh, it's awkward. But yeah, we're going through this whole you know metamorphosis and this change. But it really, the eyes off the prize. That the changes of uh, the Indians and the Redskins and possibly the Braves. And I, I heard whisper uh, this weekend because the pendulum swings so hard other direction. That somebody said uh, the Vikings were the original horrible uh, Did they warriors of villages? killing Indians. Oh my God! Yeah, they just they, yeah. de- they devastated human beings. They're named after uh, genocide warriors internationally. And the person that said it said this is like having a team called the Third Reich. Well, the one difference would be: are there Vikings right now that are offended? No, but it isn't about offending Vikings. It's about offending well, Native Americans. They're the group represents. that would have to rise up. No, Native Americans. Because it was a genocide of Native Americans perpetuated by the Vikings. Their point was, naming something Vikings is essentially saying the Nazis. Because they'd come over here just for fun and slaughter and steal and leave. Ragnar might be mad because he got <laughs> kicked out of the, the Vikings organization. So sure. He might be a little pissed. Because Ragnar is a bit of a representation Maybe. of that genocide. <laughs> like having the Hitler as your 
As, you know, imagine that. Could you imagine 80 years from now if Minnesota Nazis was a team? Because And they're like, well, what are we doing here? It's like, oh, they were badass, though. They were they were really ahead of their time. And, they, you know, they did some bad stuff. But what are you going to do? I like the logo. And then you had, like, Hitler. Hitler, they call him, because they would screw it up. And he'd go out and, for whatever reason, he blows a horn. Well, yeah, then you it's get the into the, it's like like pirates. the Spartans. That's the other thing. That's yeah. what the, the host yeah, of the show I was watching Spartans, said. Pirates, we, Buccaneers. We made them all uh, yeah. fun and games. Yep. It's a ride at Disneyland. Right. So. The heroes of what? The, these guys are rapers and pillagers, and we've got, you know, we honor them. And that's essentially where, you you know, it's not going to be Vikings that are upset about the name Vikings. It would be about the people who were continually slaughtered by the that's, genocide that's of Vikings. So far back in history, I mean, there's there's Native Americans running around here. That, sure, you know, I get it's it. A little different. I get it, but just raising that flag is an interesting thought of going. Well, you know what? If we're going to be morally correct, there is an aspect of saying if we're going to be nice to Native Americans, and that's who we're trying to be nice to, and change the name Indians, consider chiefs, consider braves, because we don't really know. That's the thing. As whiteies, we're like, is that offensive? And that's when you have to really kind of ask yourself. Ooh, what are they? Is the Braves offensive? Is that something you guys hate? We thought that was nice. Uh, and if they say no, then you got to bounce. You look at Vikings; it's like, yeah, our people were slaughtered by them, and you guys celebrate it. Yeah, there's still Indians walking around with the heritage of knowing a it was all stolen from them, and b the Vikings killed a ton of them. So you can sit back; ah, it was a long time ago. We're the Genghis Khans now. I love the the whole Ragnar story because he basically wanted more money and they said no f you get away yeah. get out of here and they yeah. booted his ass no i don't want it so john <laughs> they're like 20 years i, I want to be i want to be part of this a little bit more the dude nah. wanted like twenty thousand dollars a game yeah. like shut up you just dress up as yeah. a viking and ride around on a motorcycle we'll find a fan who'll do something similar john how is it that eric is a bears fan Vikings drink and fight and were full of yeah. hate and yeah. rage. Yeah. How did Eric not become a Vikings fan? One thing Vikings didn't do, to their credit, was take the land. They left. They'd always go home. They'd come. They'd rape it for what it was worth, and they'd leave. Well, they did get defeated a little bit, too. They'd get knocked around sometimes. They got pushed out. They, yeah. they did run back, and they, they wanted farms for a while. They, they wanted a PC but, action. They would come over as one single boat, find a village, rape, impregnate the tar out of people, and then leave because they're like, ah, there's a lot of them and there's a few of us. We should go. We've done all we can do here. Yeah, they were they were homicidal, genocidal maniacs. So, the, you, know, you know, I'm not for it. I don't want the Vikings to change, I think. But again, if there's a group of people out there going, you know, my entire tribe was basically decimated on the eastern seaboard by these people, and you guys seem to think it's fun to uh, celebrate them. John- I can see the argument. So is it okay on the other side of it that if it, uh, to have a team named after something that has been decimated? Which because uh, I was thinking the uh, you know when you get into the college like side the of it, is it San Diego State the Aztecs? Yeah. Well, again, you are dealing in that case with nobody. The Aztecs did some damage. Yeah, though, but Brady. but again, nobody is around for it. That's a zero right. sum. There's like neither yeah. side can say right. Who's there's offended, not enough. Right? Well, there's no Vikings around. We're, we're not. You're missing the point. The Vikings are not the ones who would be offended. The Indians would. Okay. So you're trying to be nice to Native Americans and say that they used to slaughter tribes and their goal was genocide of of the people that they came over for. And you're like, well, if you're trying to be nice to the Native Americans, or the British would, I guess, because celebrating Vikings them, killed a lot of British. They did that too, but they used to float over here. I mean, that's what we know. Leif Erikson used to come over here, and they would just. I had a Mad magazine. No, it wasn't a Mad magazine. It was cracked. Where the, the one thought it was hilarious because it was Indians running away and Vikings coming off of the boat onto the shore. 
and that was this one big cartoon, and they made the, the history of America. And it was just Vikings coming in and pillaging. And, and, you know, you're celebrating a group of people like that. I'm not saying I'm for it. It's devil's advocate for me. But you're not worried about offending Vikings. Nobody gives a crap about that. We're talking about the people they slaughtered to be here. Which is a strange kind of thing to celebrate when you think about it. It would be... You get into that kind of stuff like war. And, I mean, but you do. every religion, even Buddhists, have had a sure. war. Sure. I mean, it doesn't matter where, which way you That look. was the point of the, uh, the discussion on the show I was watching was everything we do where we start naming it like that can start getting under the skin of somebody. We do celebrate some weird things. We really do. And the Viking thing, celebrating that is a weird thing because that was a group of people that... They were just savage. And we're like, yeah, that's cool. But in China, they don't have the Genghis Khans, which is the exact same thing because it would be very, very offensive to the people he wandered through, slaughtered like crazy, and took. And it's an odd thing, the conquerors of, <laughs> of stuff. But then you get into Washington being uh, the name of the city, too. Where does it end? And I'm with you on the Redskins thing. That's just blatant right away. It's easy to switch it. John, you've mentioned it before, the 49ers, but let's throw the Raiders on the pile. Let's throw the Buccaneers on the pile. Hell, throw the Dolphins on the pile. I saw a story where a dolphin drowned a lady. Throw them on the pile. Really? Yeah. I One think, dolphin fights back. You know, to me, yeah. I think that's yep. just an isolated incident. Yeah. Dolphin attack. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's people yeah. like a million dolphins no. zero. I would say. Or one. Yeah. I'm sorry, one. Just now. in Japan. Alone. However... We probably would name a team the Cove because we celebrate weird things. And to the Native Americans, the Vikings are the guys who ran the Cove. And we're like, ah, guys who run the Cove need a team name. So when you look at it from that perspective, you're like, geez, that Viking thing isn't something we should celebrate if we're going down this moral path. Another one. Chargers. What about all the people electrified, John? How about all the people currently in debt? Oh, yeah. The Chargers. No, I mean, you, you can get silly with it, but there is truth to the idea. And the 49ers, those sons of bitches would just hang around. And if Indians came by, they're like, if you're not going to work for us, we're going to kill you because we can't have you guys finding out where the gold is. And though, though they were horrible. But again, the subtleties of the gold rush. They would just have to change 49ers' name to the gold rush. I don't care. I want some new merch. Yeah, and that's it. It'll come back to money. They'll sell the merchandise. They'll play No the problem there. They'll love all that. That's easy. But the merch sales and the it's easy to do to say, uh, we're going to sell you new jerseys. Hey, you got plenty of time to talk about this crap with uh, nothing going on. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think got a little reset going we've on. We've got right. idle hands going right now. <laughs> you know, it's like having, you know, changing the name of the White Sox to uh, the inner city shooters. Because that's that's where they play. If you want to name it after what's going on in that area, and another seven-year-old kid got shot this weekend, I don't see any uproar over that. Uh, people just taking. Oh, there's up. Well, not much. Not as much as uh, not as much as there should be. It really isn't. When you got seventy-seven people shot in a weekend, every weekend on average, and you know the the the, the shooting to hitting ratio in South Chicago is just terrible. <laughs> They shoot like like 470 shots, and you, 70 people got hit. And I'm like, what? You the? was telling me they have some kind of software that that pinpoints how many how many gunshots go off and where they're coming from. Uh, yeah. They can't. I mean, they can't obviously say what corner or anything like right. that. But they they calculate they know every gunshots. weekend how many gunshots. Well, they know go what's off. been reported as well, and that's right. just basically what they're basing the aiming off. Of. The, the the Chicago news has a gunshots this weekend, hits, <laughs> kills, and oftentimes. 
There are more people shot in Chicago per weekend than traffic accidents, and it's far surpassing COVID deaths. So it's like the monsoon map here that shows yeah. lightning strikes? Very much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. But there's no, you know, crazy uh, kneeling going on over Chicago's thing. John, I'm an atheist. Okay. I'm also a Saints fan. Mm. I get offended at myself <laughs> right. every goddamn time I cheer for them. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. It's a tough one. People are like, do your research. Vikings were explorers that raided resources and treasure to increase, uh, to, T-O-O, increase their yeah. personal status. Yeah, how do you think they got that treasure? Do your research, John. Yeah, i got to do my research. Make sure you explain every little <laughs> like tiny I said. bit of the Vikings right now. But he did, he did make a good point. Kind of like our capitalists, primarily Norse and German. They don't have a history of attempting to eliminate any race. Yeah, they do. They came over here and tried to slaughter Indians and take all their stuff. They just couldn't finish them off. Trust me, if they wanted to, they would have and could have. They were barbaric. Paul Brown never owned the Browns. He just coached them. Right, and he left in a huff. They named him after fired. McBride. Named the whole team after the guy. I know, he did some wiki on Paul Brown. (laughs) No, he's back on it. I go back and listen to the tape. Never said he owned him. I said he said, goodbye Cleveland, F you. I'm taking my namesake, and I'm putting it on something else. Because he got into big arguments about whether or not he should have the team. And he hated him. They named the team after the dude. That's better than owning it. If the, if the Steelers loved a guy like Mike Tomlin so much, they changed it to the Pittsburgh Tomlins, and then he left, I would hope my team would change the name from the Tomlins, especially if he's down there coaching the Ravens now. That would piss me off. I, don't, I didn't know much about the history. I just thought it was funny that Art Modell left, and they, yeah. they had an opportunity yep. to Plopped start down. over. Yeah. And they named it after the guy who left him in the first time. Yeah, it seemed dumb. Yeah. Well, because of the yeah. Browns. They're dumb. But well, we want all our history yeah. of nothing. Yeah. yeah. They've proven one thing over the years. They make terrible decisions. Ever since Jim Brown left, that team just devastatingly bad. Yeah. So it's John, a big pickle. Uh, it's a big, what I'm, what I'm making the point of is this big yeah. siphoning, spinning downward thing of you're going to, with the pendulum swinging the other way, you can start looking at all sorts of Here's stuff. Here's a thought, though. Let's, let's not go over every damn team name. Chase the Redskins, they move will. on with our lives, play the football. I wish yeah, that, I yeah. wish that was true. Yeah. I wish Why? that Why? It can't be true, John. I, I want it to Obviously, be. Obviously, we're it's only exaggerating. Only be I want it to be. Yeah. It's not going to be. Only They're not, animals. Yeah. Yeah. I would very much like it to not have the other side screaming and yelling, but there's always that other side screaming and yelling, whether they get traction or not. Is something, but John, honestly, is there really a group of humans that are innocent? No, like name one group of humans that is totally every border in this world is built on conflict, yeah, imperialism and conflict. Yep, so you know, you keep tracing the history and and fighting ghosts, you're gonna come up with one guy standing at the end and he's gonna have an apple in his hand and he's gonna be like, This bitch eats this apple, and then and then it all starts there. No matter all this conversation, it still doesn't matter. You should probably still change the Redskins. Name. Oh, yeah. No, the Redskins <laughs> should change for sure. Yeah. But again, I, my point is it isn't moral. They're not doing it because they have such gr- – their hearts have grown three sizes. That's not the reason oh, it's happening. So in a way – Like anything, it takes pressure to It takes money. It takes huge money pressure. And the fun part is, is that everybody will act like they did something really nice. That's that's going to be the sickening part to me as a as a like the the owners of the team will be like you know we really deserve a pat on the back for this great progressive move we've made it's like oh for God's sake shut up <laughs> you guys you guys had to be forced to do it and now you're acting like you want credit for it and they'll have a press conference about how important it was to change it and how they they really mulled it over and they're different now and no you're not you just saw. 
couple hundred million dollars leave the building. You were basically raped by a bunch of corporate Vikings. And then they made you change. That's how it works. Weird. But it will be. I do like Battlehogs, though. I think that's a solid name. I don't want it to be... The one I saw that kept popping was Washington Warriors. Yeah, I don't want that. And... Yeah. That's just a... It's kind of general and again, offensive, isn't it? Really, the fun part is is that we're like, we can't do that. That's offensive to Native Americans and their history. I don't think... I just think it's boring. No, no, no. Warriors <laughs> is boring. But if you say the Redskins has to change because it's offensive to the way we were treated and the way we treated people was... Uh, it wasn't just and it wasn't moral and it wasn't nice and it was terrible and the history is not good. We're going to now celebrate Warriors. Slaughterers of, of conquering uh, the foes. Of, like, wait a minute, isn't that the whole thing we just said we didn't want to be? <laughs> you know, the Warriors that took out all those Indians back in the Could day. Could a white guy still dress up as an Indian and go to the Warriors game? Heck yeah. yeah. So why even go there? Yeah. Battle hogs? You could dress up as a pig with feathers, which would be pretty hilarious. You just look stupid, and we like to make fun of the yeah. hog. Yeah. I think that would be fun. If you Plus threw on. Their offensive line was the hog. Yeah, look, yeah. Throw the massive headdress on and dress as a pig as a fan, and I'm going to laugh hysterically. I find that to be just at the battle hogs, but that's how they, you know, they have battle gear and the chief's hat and all that stuff. Oh, it'd be hilarious. But basically what, you know, they're trying to do is make it so white people can't dress up as Indians and have fun doing it. That has to be bad. <laughs> Probably should be. By the way, somebody sent me the Chicago uh, shooting tracker. Uh-huh. It's a website that they do. HeyJackass.com, is that right? Check out HeyJackass.com. They have the most accurate tracking of shootings in Chicago. Uh, It's brutal. In July, that's the amazing thing. They have 20 shot and killed on 94 shot and wounded. That's a low percentage of shooting. That's just wildly firing. Uh, This week's total in Chicago. Shot and killed 26. Shot and wounded 112. Total people shot 138. Homicides were 28 of them. Year to date in Chicago, shot and killed 330. Shot and wounded 1,506 people. Total people shot, clipped, not necessarily hurt. All of it, 1,836. 359 by homicide. That's just just bullets everywhere. Lead is flying. It's your your, uh, 4th of July boomies argument. But 1,836 people have been hit by a bullet in Chicago, and 330 have been killed. That's 1,500 misses. And that's just clipping them. Imagine the ones that fly by and don't get anybody but a building. It's pretty impressive. Doing a great job, Chicago. Just great job. Love to see the the uproar in that, but we're just used to it. Take Eric's argument a little further. A quick... Google search of Battle Hogs art. That's not bad. That's pretty cool. It's a pig with tusks and a lot of jewelry. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got a patch over his eye. Is that kind of tartan, you know, robe or? I don't know what he's got on back there. Looks like he's being birthed. <laughs> Looks like a big Battle Hog vagina giving birth to another Battle Hog. I didn't see it. Now that's all yeah. I can see. <laughs> yeah, I would get rid of the red part behind him. <laughs> a big Battle Hog vagina. That is a lot of bling. I've never seen an eye patch on a tusk like that. I've never seen a battle hog before, so I'll give it to him. That, to me, tells me he's also a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) That thing's a killer. He goes into places and he steals jewels. (laughs) I don't think we should be celebrating. These battle hogs, they've been causing nothing but trouble. That's hilarious. We'll be offended by something. If you find it, we can be offended by it.
I can be offended by it. Uh, there you go, Eric. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, wake up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. We're doing a uh, back to school supplies drive on our website. So go there to ELOteam.com, scroll down. You can do it right there just on your desktop through Amazon if you want. If you don't want to get out or you want to uh, drop it off at a certain spot, we have some drop off locations. Back to school supplies, so supplies for home. Well, the, the truth of yeah. the matter is, when they do go back, they're if, not going to be allowed to share supplies right. anymore. Yeah, we, we so they need it more too. than ever. Yep. Yeah, if they, their own. they go back to school. Nah, they're going. <laughs> they're going. That's what you think. They're going to be sucking up all those corona nuts. Just standing in your house in August going, we got nowhere to go. Like, they're not letting you back in there. They don't want the lawsuits. By first, the way. First one that tests positive is shut it Oh, they're back. shutting it all down. They, they won't let that happen. The teachers won't go. Would a te- why would a teacher go these grubby-handed little corona carriers? And he, some kid comes in and teacher like, I'm done. We'll teach him from the school. I just got an email from uh, Dougie. It says a uh, social justice group has been trying for the last couple of weeks to change the name of the Central Michigan Chippewas. And the Chippewa tribe stepped up and said, no. F you, this stays. Which is cool. I think that's great. Just like the Seminoles. Yeah, they're like, we have nothing to do with this activist group. We like it. That's, yeah, and that, but that's a difference. Like, and then the Blackhawks were in honoring them, if you look at the. But it was one guy. Yeah, Blackhawks a man. Uh, so, the Redskins, I don't think, really yeah. honoring anything. How about the Washington they can, they lobbyists? They try to pretend. They, it, it, and it, yeah, the lobbyist is a solid one. <laughs> yeah, they had a bunch of. Uh, Nobody brought up political senators. Yeah, senators, senators, federalists, all the yeah. stuff. No, boring. Doesn't Washington doesn't exactly strike fear. I've got a perfect the, one in the mighty Page bears. Boards. This is the best name ever, and we're Uh-oh. gonna go with it. Oh, the Mystics. <laughs> Ooh, that is solid. God, that's good. Washington Mystics. That just screams world champions. <laughs> Miss Dicks, as I call them. The WNBA team gets a little push. Why don't you call them the Mystics? Because it's a stupid name. You know what's mystical about your league? How it's still around. That's we, the only thing magical about what I'm seeing with WNBA. We got uh, Bring Me the Horizon up here. Uh, the new one from them, Parasitic Eve. ACDC, Shoot to Thrill, Megadeth, Danzig, Am I Demon? Am I Demon? How about, uh, let's do a little Megadeth. We haven't done that for a long time. Trust. Give a little Megadeth to the people who love the death of Mega. Yeah. Yeah, we'll change it to whatever you want. I don't care. And deep down, uh, that's the thing. I think most people, most fans are sitting back going, I, I don't care. I just don't care. Just, just make it football. go away. Make it go away. I, make all this go away. Colin Kaepernick's big tweet this weekend about how he refuses to celebrate the 4th of July because it's a white supremacist holiday. I'm like, all right, you're really endearing yourself to that new job you're about to get. <laughs> Yeah, tell a bunch of uh, white old billionaires that you're against white supremacy. And then, uh, hey, can I have some money? That dude did not do a good job uh, on his PR campaign this weekend of laying low and then say, you know, we got, we got to get over that part of it, too. There has to be a, a faction of people going, all right, look, first and foremost, yes, it was all built on horrible things. But we have grown from it. We're trying to continue to grow. And there are a lot of great things, too. So let's not just throw the baby out with the bathwater here. There's this, this is a great It is a great place to be and it's no easier time as a human being to be alive yes there's problems but that doesn't mean everything gets thrown out it's ridiculous to see somebody say that the whole you i won't celebrate fourth of july because all right then don't but you know it 
it used to be something. We've progressed quite a bit. You have to admit that. And, uh, and to say it's all the same as it was back then is just asinine and ignorant. Especially when you're the guy screaming, nobody will hire me. And it's not about your football plan, I don't think. There yeah. is money involved. And when you start saying stuff like that, you're going to see some companies like FedEx going, I don't necessarily need this guy tweeting out every game how white supremacy is still prevalent in this and then. It's not really good for our brand. So everybody wants to make the Colin Kaepernick argument that he was uh, thrown out because of that. He was, but he's not helping himself at all. That was a crazy tweet this week. It's not all awful. And we keep it in the way the way it's being perpetuated through all the information is that everything's terrible. There's never been a good day in this country. There's never been a, a single decent human being that came out of this thing. Like, it couldn't be less correct. You wish it would have progressed better in some areas, but sure. yeah, for the most part, but we're we are still pretty goddamn amazing. There's a reason why lucky. a reason why people sneak into this place. Yeah. There's a reason why people leave cruddy countries to come here because there's hope and promise. And yeah, do we have problems? 100 percent across the board, we got problems, but they're a whole lot less than they were in the times he's trying to compare us to, which is just stupid. And it, you know what? I was on Kaepernick's side for the I'm sitting there going, you know what, man. You got you got kind of a bad deal. And that's what, always been his issue. Yeah, he, he just he, he can make good points, and yeah. then he just screws it all up. And that was a screw up, a monumental. Where it's like, dude, you had the momentum here. I don't know what you you just threw a huge interception late in the game, and you had all the momentum. You're going in. This was easy, and your point was made. People are like, you know what? We missed it with you, and you seem that was just dumb. That was just dumb. That's not. It's not at all accurate uh, to today. Yes, you can still be mad at the fact that this country was built the way it was built. There's nothing we can do except for look for tomorrow. You keep looking at the past, you're going to get pissed off. And I don't care where you live. Look at the past, you're going to get pissed off. Because nothing was built off flowers, sunshine, and love. Never happened. Ever. That's why it's such a hard sell. So, yeah, you can look to tomorrow and say, hey, we can't have these mistakes anymore. But, man, that was dumb. And I was all for it. I'm like, you know what? Cap deserves a job. I hope he gets one because he did get kind of railroaded. And whether or not he's got the skills to play, that's a different story. But uh, he does deserve the chance. But he had the chance last year, two years ago, when he said, I won't take anything less than $20 million. And You're like, well, we don't know what you're doing. Then last year when he had the workouts and he wore the Kunta Kinte shirt, it's like, I get your point. You're making everybody a little uncomfortable. And then yesterday or over the weekend, like, dude, your PR team stinks. That's the reason he's not working now. going to make people a little gun shot. Uh, let's do it. It's Megadeth right here. It's Trust. It's 98KUPD. 98KUPD. It's Nirvana right there. Smelling like teen spirit here in the morning sickness. Already 736 is our uh, three-day week. I don't know if I... what uh, Three-day weekend. Friday or Monday? What's better? I think I like the Monday one better. Me too. I don't know why. I like the Friday one kind of snuck up and just... Dis- the Friday just kind of disappeared. Then you just got a regular weekend. Something about stealing a Monday. It made Saturday feel like Sunday for me. Yeah, stealing a Monday feels better. Nobody likes Mondays. Yeah. That's and if, why it's better if it goes away. I think that's it, because when we work Monday through Thursday, you want to just eliminate Mondays? Then yeah. Tuesday becomes Monday. Yeah. We're going to eliminate them all. Then the man-made construct of time will simply disappear. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I think I like the Monday better. I feel like I'm getting away with one. When you start a week on a Tuesday, something about it feels shorter. You start a week on a Monday, you just, you're just you slogging to get to that Friday. Either way, I'll take days off. i got no complaints. I'm just saying. I, I didn't realize it's been a long time since we had a Friday, three-day holiday. Brady, you've been on a pretty nice run there. Yeah. It feels like holidays all the time. What are your big sure plans does, today? Man. Have you wanted- uh, Hang out with myself again. <laughs> yeah, that seems like uh, the plan. Have you learned anything about yourself? 
no. In all this time alone, you <laughs> no didn't have thinking, one no introspective moment of, boy, Brady, that's really kind of who you are, and maybe you could, A, make a change or do something different. You didn't learn yeah, that. growing you, as a person. Yeah. I spend that much time with myself, I'll end up... I've grown so much as a person already. I just, you know... Yeah, but that's physically, Brady. We're talking right. about mental growth. Yeah. Really? You didn't no, have, you I'm, don't sure, have any, like... I'm sure there has. I, have, I, I don't have anything specifically that I could say. Oh, I really... Um, other than maybe uh, you find yourself uh, experiencing some emotions solo and you're you kind of laugh at it. Whatever you, if you're watching a movie and it hits you. You're crying a lot. I, di- I have a couple of times. What'd you cry at? Um, I can't. Oh, geez. Or two, remember two movies. I don't remember. You know, no, you know what? And that's why I couldn't rally up for Hamilton this weekend for some reason. I, I kind of wanted to watch it with. Um, Kirby and and Ronnie, but um, we had that, you know, they came over Saturday, but we weren't around the TV necessarily. You had to be outside because you're filled yeah. with seas. I do have one on the patio, but I don't think that would be, uh, it was so hot. in your month or so, you've cried a couple times, you don't remember when. You've learned very little about yourself. We've all bled together. Watch a TV, it could be <laughs> just a, a random, I'm trying to remember, the, it has. I mean, I've seen I've definitely seen my share of uh, movies and You've such. A lot. a lot of documentaries. Yeah, making you weep openly. I'll tell you one yeah. thing: like I've you know, human you, accomplishments get me. You, no kidding. You come to think yeah. of, about like you know these trips that we've been taking, like maybe to Vegas or oh, like, yeah. or you know like how much you take those for granted sometimes. Like oh, anywhere you, right now. Yeah, when yeah, it's taken away anywhere. from you like that, you're like, you know, those were you know a lot of fun. And see, to me. This whole thing has taught me how technology has made my dream lifestyle so much easier. Take your travel and all your stuff. Fine. You don't like going places? Sure. But if it came down to it, like if I had to choose bouncing around or staying here all the time, it's really easy to hold up right now and pretty (laughs) great to hermit up. And I like that. Not being like there's zero social pressure. People call and they try to get you. You can't go anywhere. Well, there are tremendous advantages. Oh, the advantages of like, want to get a drink? Oh, no. Nobody yeah. can, can't do it. Like these these moments where I don't have to try or, or, or lie to everybody about why I don't want to go somewhere. But you can make yourself a little crazy if you just, if you consume too much yeah. of the that internet or whatever. Of, I just that like could be one around. of the things, what? Eric, that, that um, you realize how comfortable, like, how comfortable I have been being um, Hermit. solo yeah. and not being deprived socially necessarily. Yeah. I don't feel, I, I mean, it. first of all, it seems like it goes so quick, but there hasn't been a ton of times where I'm just, uh, hasn't been really one time and I'm going batty, I got to do something. Maybe because I have access to be able to on the patio or to walk the dogs, that helps. Um, so you're, but you it, might be uh, changing then, Brady. Maybe you're... Less Gonna social. Be, yeah, less social in the future. You don't need to oh, talk yeah, to every neighbor. Oh, yeah, that probably could by. be. You can take that screen door right off and shut your goddamn front door for the first time. Look at that, Johnny's. <gasps> join no, the dark side. Yeah. That won't change. Why? <laughs> Why? Because when the weather's so good, I like having sure, that screen open door. a window, man. Open a window. You like yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Maybe this is the yard. Lord telling you something, Brady. That people oh, have, how can you not look at that? I like what Eric just said there. And you know what it is? Oh, <laughs> it's that's talking a, to that's me. a gut punch. Yeah. You're the only guy in the building that yep. got it. Except, you know, that's well, God's way of kicking you in the butt. 
jig is up. <laughs> this is me telling you how little everyone in your neighborhood liked when you would stand outside and bother them about sauces and such. And I've quarantined you myself from everywhere to show you how easy it can be to just be in the house and leave them alone. Leave them alone! Leave them alone! Thanks, God. It's a test! That's right. That's good. The neighbors have been great. Like not being around you? <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, one neighbor on Father's Day, uh, one neighbor dropped off um, their kid some pancakes. That's weird. Father's Day breakfast. Just right on the porch? On the front door, yeah, rang the doorbell, said, hey. Shouldn't Ronnie and Happy Kirby Father's have done Day. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have thought so, too. Your neighbors gave but, you a Father's uh, Day gift on the patio, but yeah, your yeah. daughter but and I did then, just then later food, on. John, it's just now, I, food. Hey, I will get them off the hook. <laughs> okay. They Later on. Drop um, off more pancakes. I got uh, 5 o'clock. It said your DoorDash will be arriving. 5 p.m. Like, in order. Uh, DoorDash and oh, they found go. out Ronnie so they sent over a Thai food oh that's nice yeah yeah they, because they know you can d- defile a bathroom and not have to think about it with the Thai food one star two star yeah did your neighbors hand deliver the pancakes and make the pancakes no they they, oh, they went delivered out to a, okay, yeah gotcha. they went out to a breakfast so they brought the leftovers and they said like scraps looks, to a dog um yeah but they there was no <laughs> it wasn't because the, the pancakes were Untouched. Know. Yeah, Tom Fairman has uh, emailed over and he says, hey, it's too bad Bray's spending this whole time in his house crying like a baby. I bet Ronnie hasn't cried once. <laughs> <laughs> That's Very possible. Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. She's living it up. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know what? I, uh, one that I got a little choked up yesterday was um, on the, the end of the CB, the Good Morning CBS, whatever they oh, call CBS that. CBS Sunday Morning. I yeah, I haven't seen that in a while and I put it on. And it, they were giving people their citizenship through drive-through, oh. Oh. and they're reading the, the, you know, the pledge out loud. Their final stages before they get their certificate, right. being a citizen. And the one guy was from, um, came over here from Africa 38 years ago. Wow! And he finally got a citizenship, and he said it's the greatest thing, greatest yeah. country. Yeah, it's a thing. That, goes, it, yeah, uh, that's, goes, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was kind of neat the way he said it because he's. Finally got his citizenship after 38 years, and he's been working at the hospital in the front lines of the coronavirus. Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't do anything different. With a visa. Even. Well, that, the dude I met in Vegas that delivered, guy. that delivered my strawberries and Cristal to my room when I won all that money was a stowaway on an Air Egypt flight uh, to from, where was he from? Uh, some, some horrible country, and then got to Egypt. And he's like, I snuck off of that plane and then on to another one where I just got on the plane while they were cleaning it and sat in a chair. And while people boarded, if somebody said, this is my seat, I'd go to the bathroom. And I hid in the bathroom until the flight started to go. And then I came out of the bathroom and looked for an open seat. And I sat in it in hopes that no one would catch me. He goes, once we were in the air, I knew they couldn't, couldn't do anything about it. And he flew here with How do you nothing. Get your customs, it was he... He lied, cheated, steal, yeah, and yeah, snuck man. because that's how he wanted to get out of where he was from. There were there were no customs. I think he was from Uganda, hmm. if I remember right. But his story was just eye-popping. And there he was. He's working at the Aria in Vegas. He got a citizenship. And that'll make you, that'll, that'll well you up. Especially yeah. when you read something like Kaepernick's tweet this weekend about how nothing's good here and it's all based in garbage. I'm like, There's an awful lot of people sneak, sneaking into this garbage dump. As he's saying hello yeah. to his check every yeah. Well, look, every it does, that part doesn't bother me as much as you got to acknowledge everything's not horrible. 
But it's just, it's not that bad. It's not, you know, it's not a day-to-day just burning and society's crumbling and it's, it's... That's what you have to remember when you you read all the negative Yeah, absolutely. That you can't, you can't always have it be awful. There's a, there's a majority of stuff that goes on here. It's great. Mm. And just the, uh, the ability to be able to do what Kaepernick did right in a lot of countries you you'll, you'll be arrested for exactly. saying something like now, he's that. he's paid a heavy f- a fee for it right but you know he doesn't help himself with things he did this weekend that was you could ask him or- uh some guy on a tweet says has brady gotten so lonely that he started to talk to his food and have the food talk back perhaps you've created little characters out of your food i haven't i no? haven't had a food discussion mostly if i'm uh, having you know discussions or the social is uh, the socialism is with uh, the cat and two dogs you have socialism with your cat and dogs yes son of a bitch yes, we all sure share you know food we um, animal marxist <laughs> we all sleep in uh the same type of bed that's right everybody's equal yeah all the animals are be- working animals unite brady says now i imagine brady on his hands and knees eating yeah. out of the dog bowl we've painted all of the walls gray there's no reason for color we read Ayn Rand all day long. And now with a tear in his eye, Eric, yeah. because he's been Because he's watching so a lot of people become citizens. <laughs> well, your goal this week is to be introspective, Brady. Sit and learn about Brady. You've got a lot of time with you. Get to know you and be real. You know? Dive in there, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid of you. You're the only you you've got. Love yourself. Find out if you love yourself. More importantly. Do I'm you? digging myself. Yeah, that's the shallow end. Dig deep. <laughs> that's surface stuff. Find out about you. Learn you. Put my thumb in my butt. I like that. That's kind of a neat thing. Have you tried that yet? Have you experimented with uh, solo sexual activities you'd never do? It. That'd be a dream come true for me. Come on. Yeah, no, I haven't. No? Uh, no porn? Once? Not putting porn on the TV even alone? I haven't. Loudly? Lord. My, now, now um, uh, the phone, I checked out a couple of things on the phone. Porn? Yeah. Nice. So you're starting to starting to dance with the devil a little bit on the old Samsung. Baby steps, Sean. Nice. I guess, it's a baby step. I guess you shouldn't hey. use that term. You Would you? If you in the room, you should be taking advantage of it. By the way, Eric's wrong. <laughs> uh, my favorite porn website is uh, Porn Baby Steps. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Oh, it's so cute. Anyway, uh, well, it's good to get to know you, Brady. Uh, yeah. It's been a fun chat. Thanks for joining us. And now it's time for you to give us all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And Hooters is uh, ready to go for July. Here we are already at July 6th. And you can head to Hooters for all the July beers of the month. Get Mick Ultra Draft for 3 bucks or Corona Premier. Uh, that is the beer, by the way. Corona Premier Draft for only $4. Not giving away Corona Premier, which is the upgrade of the virus, for $4. <laughs> Brady, uh, would you like yeah. an upgrade? Would you like an upgrade? Would you like the premiere? Corona premiere, Brady? Yeah, right. yeah, I like it. It's a second plus on your test. Uh, there you go. You can check it all out. At Hooters, they bring you the Brady Report. Brady, report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Uh, Happy National Fried Chicken Day. Mm. Got a couple of fun I don't facts. know if they're doing this, but National Fried Chicken Day was on a Friday last time it happened. And uh, a place called Southern Rail on 3rd and Camelback. Same guy who runs uh, Beckett's Table has this place. And that fried chicken was unreal. So if you're thinking about it, get it to go or do whatever, that's a nice little local business to support on Fried Chicken Day because holy cow, they nailed it. 
when martinis were developed in the 1920s, the ratio of gin to vermouth was two to one. The amount of vermouth kept dropping. And now the ratio is about six to one or less. Yeah. A lot less. You used to just spin it around the glass and dump it. Pour it over the rim. Yep. More than 18,400 people have been relocated with the U.S. Federal Witness Protection Program, and not a single one of them has been tracked down by the criminals they were hiding from. Except Frank Caliendo's uh, old Uncle Frank. Because Uncle Frank got that put into the witness relocation program. Because, you know, he used to be the guy who you can't get cheese in Chicago without going through me. Then he went down to Oklahoma, and he started a YouTube video thing about cheese. What? And then said, you know yeah. what? That's and then he just... Thing. He yeah. couldn't. He couldn't stay silent. Family. Okay, I asked Frank this. I'm like, what? How did? Like, as a kid, how did you handle Uncle Frank's passing? And he goes, We all kind of knew he didn't die, but that was the story. And he goes, We're Italian, and I started laughing. And he goes, and Then all of a sudden, one of the birthdays, there's Uncle Frank again. He came back. I didn't want to be in Oklahoma no more. I wanted to be home here in Chicago, getting the cheese where it needs to go. And he just showed up again and lived his life. Witness relocation? Nah. I don't cheese like gangsta. And he came back. I forgot his name, his his uh, website, oh, yeah. for when he would tell everybody about cheese down in Oklahoma City, because that's where they put him. <laughs> and he just started doing videos. And he's like, yeah, they're going to find me either way. And he came up here, or came up to Chicago. Is it illegal to run cheese over state lines? Kind of like, you know, smoking the bandit? If you had to run cheese, you had to do it through me. <laughs> it's uh, His stories about Uncle Frank are hilarious. You can move Gouda from state to state. Oh, you try to, Brady. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. If <laughs> Not I, without paying a if tax. I, I swear to God. Avoid Chicago. You can't Avoid do Chicago. It. You can't do it without going through me. And if I f- catch you, you'll be in Oklahoma City spinning pies. Yeah, he came back. He just showed up again at a kid's party. He's like, isn't Uncle Frank dead? Not anymore. Oh, all right. We're Italian. And you wonder why Chicago's yeah. got problems. It's all right. Hey, Frankie, happy birthday from your Uncle Frank. Back from the grave. You could fit 63 Earths inside of Uranus. Yeah. We know why you did that. <laughs> Come on. You're better than that. It's a spectacular fun fact. Okay. Right now, according to a new survey, 46% of people who are working remotely say they wake up less than 10 minutes before their work day starts. Uh, from home? Well, yeah, you're probably pulling yeah. something similar to that. You still get up and shower, though, for this for no reason. Yep. Boy, I, I, get up I almost pull that off. I just mill around Basically. for a few minutes around the house and then leave. Um, I'm going to put this under... Eh, no, no, this is straight up. This is a guy uh, was... In Orange County, Florida, was scuba diving, um, and he was spearfishing. He and his buddy, they were spearfishing around this sunken ship uh, called the Lulu. It was a 270-foot freighter that they sunk in 2013 to make it a dive reef. Oh, cool. And they were about 100 feet down, and he just speared a snapper. And as he was pulling the snapper fish in, all of a sudden he feels something snag his neck. Oh, boy. He got hooked in the neck, and then he got hooked in the palm of his hand, and they started pulling him up. Um, 
and uh, they pulled him up, and uh, the boat took off. The problem oh, no. was he was in an anchor. No, he was able to get the line, and he um, and he's got a pretty big um, what is it? The lead waiter on the line. He got caught. He fishing? snapped it. Yeah, the 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 hook snagged him in the neck and started oh, pulling him up to the boat. Man. And then as he removed the one hook from the palm of his hand because there's multiple hooks down there, it just was he hit the lottery. It snagged his uh hose on the scuba diving oh, tank. No. So his buddy grabbed his backup um breathing apparatus and gave it to him as they worked their way up. The problem was the boat um, you're, you know, the law is to keep 200 feet away from a dive flag while they are inside of that. And they're dropping their line down on the, the Lulu <laughs> reef yeah. trying to pull. So there was up. a dude so, on the surface going. Yeah. yeah reeling it in. And, he and reels they're like, in a, oh, we, a man. They thought, yeah, they thought they had a nice fish. <laughs> they caught a man. Yep. Oh, my God. Oof. And he's all right. He's okay. Okay. Yep. They didn't fillet him and to... eat him because that's what you'd have had to done. You, you... And then fed fed the rest yeah. of them to the pelicans. You put that up on the deck. We're eating it. Whatever you catch, you got to eat. That was the old rule. There's a lot of jealous barflies out there right now. Or you throw them back, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Just jumping in the boat. Brady, I'd like you to do this. Uh, what's the band Deep Blue Sea? Remember Deep Blue Sea? Breakfast at Tiffany's? No, I think they were, uh, I don't remember. Finder. That was Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Something. Deep Blue Something. Okay, let's do yeah. that. And I want you to start this segment. Get the Deep Blue Something song ready. And uh, didn't they do, did they do Barely Breathing also? I don't remember. And just have, I'm Brady Bogan. Let's go into the Deep Blue Something. (laughs) All right. When you do a story like this where we're under the, under the, it's not Wild America or. Well, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) How the hell is he involved in this? He's under there. there. He's on the way to Deep Blue Something. he's He's with the Gungans right now. They're having a meeting. All right, ready, Brady? Here we go. Yeah. Okay, try it. Go. I can't hear the music. No, you don't have to. Oh, okay. Playing. Yeah. I'm Brady Bogan, and these are stories no, about no, 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 no. going into the nope, deep nope, blue nope, something. Nope, what? Nope. What? I'm Brady Bogan. Yeah. Let's go into the deep blue something. Make it okay. childlike. Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm Brady Bogan. Let's go into the deep blue something. And we're falling There's a couple of Cuba divers. <laughs> That's right. You have to do it almost more playful. Hey, kids. I'm Brady Bogan. Let's go dive into the deep blue something. <laughs> we got to get to the chorus here. You just don't care. And I say, hey, there's a Koopa diver that got caught by a string. He was man fishing. Snitch hook. You gotta post it with that chorus. That's right. Welcome to Brady Bogan's Deep Blue Something. Oh my God, is it the '90s again? What yeah, happened? it's great. Why did time machine? And Brady's gonna be at the uh, the aquarium with his. We'll be watching Friends tonight at. Yeah, with another new hot friend that he wanders around and dives <laughs> underwater with. They got an aquarium out there at the Christie Zoo, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The great thing about this Deep Blue Something video is they don't have enough uh, pull to actually get roads close or anything. Right. (laughs) Just don't look at the camera, people. Yeah, there's cars going by them and stuff. Uh, 
Everybody in their mid-twenties back in the Friends era, that song was just, you had to like it to get laid. Like a girl was like, oh my God, I love that song. Ugh, okay. I suppose. I'm Brady Bogan. We're about to go into the deep blue something. I know the video. That's kind of pathetic. Yes. Look, I must have played that thing a billion times. There's no one right, more news. pathetic being a three in the morning. And that's in the background of your life. That'll keep you up. When did this come out? 97? 96? Something like that. 95. Yeah, this was my overnight hell. Filling in for Leah Miller and stuff. I had to play like twice at least. It's awesome! Our hot hit station, every 90 minutes we were playing the 10 songs. You really seriously. Making like nine bucks an hour, working eight hours a week, trying to figure out how to get my foot in the door here. Just listening to this. All I thought to myself was, I gotta be more entertaining than this song. People, <laughs> it, 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 the bosses kept telling me to shut up and to play this. So many uh, white chicks got nailed. Oh my the song. god! There's so many of you right now listening, youthful kids, 24, 25, don't even realize that Dad threw one and passed the goalie while this was on in the background. <laughs> Hey. No clue. Whatever they, works. They, they yeah. named her Young Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> because around. they know yeah. that was the money shot. Yeah. That one felt different. <laughs> Something's different. Because <laughs> he shoved one in there. When he screamed out, White worms of life! She said, Something's different. You felt different tonight. It's the song. Something news. Yeah, I like that. Pretty Great. soon the whole Brady Report will just be little segments. Yeah, well, that's going. the goal. <laughs> so this yeah. is a Monday tradition? <laughs> yeah, yeah like it, unlike any other. It keeps them organized. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Otherwise, we get those rambling, drifting sentences. Oh, good point. He's got goals and, like, beginning, middle, and end. That's the thing. Give him a segment and the man's got to end it. We've heard uh, we're all familiar with the rule about Brady, you didn't close it up. dog years. <laughs> and that. No, no. It's time to surface, friends. <laughs> Out of the deep blue something. Ready? Yeah. Good, good, good. It's time to surface, friends. Notice, how about this? Out how about say? Deep blue something. Those are your stories from the deep blue something. Let's say we all surface now. Okay, go. <laughs> and those are the stories out of the deep blue something. Let's say we all surface now. Explain the sea we're over. Yeah, that's perfect. What's going perfect on around here. I like that. New segment. <laughs> Ever evolving. <laughs> Write that down, Brady, yeah. so you don't forget. I wasn't so busy agreeing with Colin Kaepernick about how Deep Blue Something was built on white supremacy. I wouldn't be so angry. That was a great segment. The old rule of thumb, the dog years are like human years times seven. Mm-hmm. Well, a new study out of the University of California, San Diego, found that the system isn't really accurate. No way. Researchers say a nine-month-old dog can have puppies, so we already know. She's at least uh, One to seven. Ratio wasn't accurate. They studied the age of the well, cells hold and, on a and dogs. Yeah, because you could knock up like a seven or eight year old kid. I. It would be tough, be, but it's happened in the past. Has it? 
Yeah, it's just not really? as. Is that the youngest? Yeah. Well, seven to, I don't to know 11 and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what the record is either. I don't pay attention yeah. to that stuff. I don't, I don't think seven. Chris D'Elia but... knows. But... No, I mean, you could you could get, like, if she's, you know, gotten her thing. Some girls well, have had that early on. That'd for this study, good. they studied the age of the cells in a dog's body to figure out what they were really are in uh, human years. And what they found was uh, the dogs make a huge leap in the first year. And by the time the dog is one year old, they're basically like a 30-year-old person. Then the aging slows down. At age two, they're like around 40. By the time they're four, it's being uh, 52. Well, I'll I'll disagree with that uh, on one uh, principle with a theory is that I have a current dog that is exactly one year old. And uh, I've never once seen a 30-year-old in my backyard pulling sprinklers up like the way he does. That would be, uh, I'd throw him in jail if he was a 30-year-old man just out and back. And the fun that he's having is ripping my sprinkler lines out of the ground. But I I also think so. By the time the dog's 10 years old, it's like being a 70-year-old person. Five-year-old becomes youngest mother on record. What? Yeah. That's not real. West Virginia, probably. Five-pound, eight-ounce. Give birth to a... Well, they had that thing for a while Her in the eighties. Small 80s. pelvis made it impossible uh, for the baby to pass. Yeah, they had that thing in the eighties there, where their government cheese was tainted and causing young inner city kids to grow pubic hair at like three and start oh. menstruating. Lena had her first menstrual cycle when she was only eight months old. What? Her breasts were almost completely developed by it's the time the cheese. she was four. It's that it government cheese. cheese. I'm not kidding. Look up government cheese in the eighties that caused uh, these. It was a big well, story. 1939. 1939. Imagine what was in their cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have regulation. <laughs> there goes awful. that one. This is awful. I, yeah. No, it's government cheese in the 80s caused pubic hair in like young, young girls. Oh, my God. I God. watched the Nightline. Ted Koppel had to talk about it. And he said, these, the pictures we're about to show you are quite graphic. And then they showed like these young girls naked. And oh they had God. fully grown bodies. But they weren't tall. They were still little. I feel dirty. I need a shower. This is ridiculous. There's a 32-year-old guy named Yoshido Harda. He lives in... Aichi, Japan, and his uh, way of trying to meet women is slashing their tires, then driving up and offering to help them when ah, they got smooth. back in their cars. Is it? Yeah. That's what Ted Bundy like used it. to do. Yeah, That's like what uh, Jane Gum used to do. Yeah, you'd have you'd need to he help. No, he was move. helping move furniture. Right, Jane. he would find a thing that would like somebody needed help, and he would ask for it, or right. you would uh, incapacitate them and then be their hero. Well, he pulled that move on a 43-year-old woman while she was at the grocery shopping. Um, this happened a few weeks ago. She thought it was suspicious because the exact same thing happened to her one year earlier. Oh, he really liked this one. Yoshido wow. going at it. forgot, and he uh, double-dipped with her. Man, there's uh, a lot of people over there. So you? she called the police. Wow. They tracked him down. Turns out he'd been busted th- for this at least two times before. And now his lawyer says he's admitted that he's probably I mean, pulled the move around a thousand times. I know it's an it's a very sensitive time right now. People yeah. get upset about things, but you're telling me that they can't tell each other apart either. The guy did that twice to the same person. I think I'd remember that. Yeah, you're well, you're apart. You do it a thousand <laughs> times. And... Yeah, but same person doesn't matter. It's only it's not a thousand times to them. You yeah, slash my tires and try to help me once. If my tires are slashed again and you show up, I'm like, wait a minute. You did this last time. There's that pregnant five-year-old Toledo does. Oh, my God. And look at that. They blurred out her boobs. (laughs) 
the picture has the five-year-old pre- like they should just blur the whole thing out. I shouldn't see any of this. But the and that's boobs from are blurred. 1939. Out. Yeah, 39. A wor- uh, worried Peruvian couple took their five-year-old daughter Lena to a doctor, and then she was knocked up. And the weird part about it is they blur out her boobs. Like I just couldn't control myself if those things weren't blurred. This pregnant five-year. I don't want to. I don't want to find sexuality with a pregnant grown-up. And then she gave birth to a five to six pounder, basically. So there, you got that. In Australia, we've got Oscar, the two-year-old Burmese cat. Um, And the owners, the husband was putting the sheets in the washer to get him washed, but didn't know that Oscar was in the pile of sheets. Oh, no. Oscar survived the 12-minute hot cycle. Oh, no. And the front-loading washing machine. The the wife, uh, Meredith, said she heard the muted meowing oh. and looks over the washing machine and sees Oscar in there and said it took at least another two minutes to finally get the thing to... To drain. Yeah. Can't and, just open that thing. And they took him to the vet, and um, it's like amazing. He uh, survived, but they kept him... Did uh, surgery and kept him overnight, and he's recovering. What they do surgery on? Did he break all his legs? Um, yeah, he was a little battered and bruised. Um, I, I think they're they gave him anti-inflammatories. That's I want to see. Surgery. I can't see what they. Uh, they probably maybe it might have been a fracture in it's the in him. the. Uh, yeah. Well, you got some heavy sheets to not notice that there's an animal in them. Yeah, that's that. That was his. Uh, yeah. I didn't know he was in the sheets. I, mean, I think I'd notice if Elgato or Lucy were either in the sheets. Weighted blanket, maybe. The thing I'd notice more is what am I doing the blanket, laundry for? Yeah. God damn it, Megan, get in here and do the laundry. <laughs> End up with a cat in the washer. Turns out the vet that- says it's good for him. <laughs> Throw him in there once hey, a he's week. Cleaner than he's ever been. It's amazing. I don't know if you watched the Nathan's Hot Dog Championship. I saw high over the weekend. Ugh. I pretty much um, get it. I cannot. Yeah, one, one. How are they different any year from another? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, Joey Chestnut wins well, every year, yeah. and he did seventy-five this year. Ish. So there's a competitive eater that was not competing in that. Um, she okay. goes by the name of Katina Eats Kilos, <laughs> and she's gone viral after she finished the old seventy-two ouncer at the Big Texan Ranch. And yeah, she, uh, she polished off. She polished off the 72-ounce steak plus a baked potato, side salad, roll, and some shrimp. And she yeah. did it in 40 minutes and 35 seconds. There's a she, she posed a video, but it's like 16 minutes long. But she's tiny. Change the Redskins' name to her. That's what we should celebrate in the United States. It should be the Washington Ranch dressings. That's a real American thing. We celebrate that. Peter King, of all people, from NBC Sports. That mountain of lard... Uh, commented on how we should never, ever, ever celebrate competitive eating. It's gluttonous, it's disgusting, and as many people that die every year from horrible, you know, uh, heart disease and all sorts of well, problems. One competitor died the year before. She was a real go-getter, one of the best in the sports. And that's a yeah. funny thing, all these lost her. competitive but eaters I didn't though, say are skinny. Like, They're in good shape. Yeah, the good ones. Like, look at this chick. She's Yeah, because you know why? She... She trains. She doesn't do this all the time. Right. Like, if you do this all the time, your body's packed full of food. 
She's got guns, man. Well, she, well that's Joey Chestnut said he does more sit-ups. Right. Like, that was his Her stomachs. Yeah, stomachs are strong. Ridiculous. You control it. And we'll end it with a uh, video. She's it's, like a pig, too. Look at her hands. Who, who taught this girl how to fork. hold a fork? Feral well, cats. When you're eating that giant ass steak, I mean, you could still have some decorum for Christ's sake. Yeah. Hold the fork like a person. Come on. Yeah. We already think you're a pig. Don't prove it. She's got that big old jug of soda. She's kind of hot. No, she's no. Is she a full grown person? Yeah. She's got some features that might make me question that. She, she had birth, a baby she at six. Was <laughs> that? She's just eight or nine years old. I like that she popped her sunglasses on her head like this wasn't going to be a long trip. Just in and out. Just passing through. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, she's doing it pretty easily, it seems. And you know what will blow that right out is the Dolkalax she took about an hour ago. Can't wait to see that bathroom. The radio video is the Arizona Karen. Oh, yeah. Climbing. And this is the lady from Scottsdale that was in the Target. Is this beeped? And uh, The one I have is not beeped, and it's right at the... Right at the tail end. All she does is say but, the S word. Um, That's where she's just. Is this just, the one? She, I think there's two two cusses. Oh, this isn't the one where she's stripping all the masks out of the Target. This is where the one that I saw, the one that I have, is when the police showed up and she's oh, okay. basically saying she's a representative. Of, prior to that, Canon and a White House and she's QAnon. QAnon, yeah. yeah, and then the White House. She also represents the White House. But she, at the beginning of it, all she says is, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And she just starts sweeping all the masks off of the off. And the she's wall. doing it on Instagram live. Which tells me this is fake. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. she did this for her Total attention. Setup. Total setup. Because no she did a little vandalism, and then I don't know if this is going to be the cussy version, I would assume. Yeah. The unedited one. Uh, so she just she goes through a Target over, and I think it was the one. Uh, Pima and uh, like Indian and the men. pavilions. Yeah, I think it's the pavilions target. And she loses her mind in there and starts sweeping off all the the masks, saying, "I'm not going to do this." And it, there's just possibility. Not a very good actor. Yeah, there's a possibility she did just snap. I'm waiting for more people to do this, where they can't. The, the mask thing is socially and visually very hard. It's sad. I get sad from it. And I'm not a sad person, but that makes me, when I see everybody have to wear masks and you go, you're like, man, this is just the state of affairs we're in are troubling. Because I wear a $40,000 Rolex, yeah. I don't have the right to... To tear up a target? this crap, this... Yeah. Pu- yeah. No, you don't have the right to vandalize anything. I don't care what you have. You can be naked or you could be dressed in all jewels like Scrooge McDuck. You can't wreck the target. But yeah, this one to me screamed out Instagram story, and she wanted attention. Why film yourself do that? If you're truly losing your mind, you don't grab your phone and film it. Right. She's yeah, definitely looking for yeah, attention. Yeah, she wants the attention. And then to mention how much your watch costs. Ridiculous. It's kind of weird. I don't know. The mask thing, in the beginning, you know, we had that talk. Where like, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah. it. And then... Like, the deeper I get into it, it's not really that big a deal. It isn't a big deal, but it's it does, like, it, I don't care about the mask physically. It's just the sadness of the state of affairs. When, when you sure, go to the grocery store, you see it. Like, but I mean, it reminds me constantly of what we're going through. Sure. And I'm like, oh, I want this all to be gone. And so that's the, the sadness that weighs on me when I see it is that I just don't want it to be a thing. I don't want it to, ha- I don't want it to be a topic. I don't want it to be something we have to do. It's just weird. It's it, 
If we did it because we're trying to be healthier, that's one thing. We're doing it because it's like, well, we are because we're, yeah, but we're afraid. The reason we're trying to be healthier is not because, you know, this is good for us. It's we're afraid. Well, and you want to be, you want to be, you don't want to be that person. Like you go in and let's say you do have it and you didn't know for two days. Well, if you were masking up, then then you weren't the asshole spreading it all over the place. Just the the whole fact that that's the reason we have to do it because there's a spread of something. Sure. Makes, Makes me kind of feel miserable about it. So, yeah, is it a big deal? No. Uh, does it physically bother me? I don't like it. It's uncomfortable, but it's not that bad. But it just makes me makes me kind of look around and go, ugh, this is where we are right now. This wasn't this way before, and it was easier. It reminds you of the economy. It reminds you of all these stores closing. It reminds you that they're kind of the symbol of all the things that we're dealing with. It sucks. But, yeah, I've been waiting for people to flip out and start trashing mask things. And But if you film it, you're just an attention whore. I think there's more to it than just masks. That why people would flip out. There's just a lot of crap. On Tons of that. Mask. But the, you know, the masks are representative of this time, sure. and it's kind of something you can lash out at for 2020. I mean, 2020 will re- be remembered for all the weirdness, but the mask will be the symbol of it. Bank accounts, yeah. unemployment, oh, yeah, all, yeah. all types all of that. goofiness. But you can't physically act towards, uh, you know, unemployment numbers. But you can go to the Target, and knock down these goddamn masks that are helping you remember it all the time. And you better film yourself because you'll get a lot of clicks and maybe become verified. <laughs> People are idiots. You know what I wish, Brady? What do you wish? We could just dive down into the deep blue something. That'd be great. I like that a lot. Is Tiffany still on? Oh, no. It's not. Sorry. Sorry. I thought you'd looped it. It needs to be a constant. <laughs> I, haven't loop. I don't need to hear it. Yet. I need a board of all yes. of Brady's songs. So you. You hated it all these years. Yeah, that but I like song, to make fun of it. And now we're yeah. going to bring it back for a second. <laughs> now that we can twist it and make it and make it funny and pointless and a novelty. Now you get to hear it on Monday. Now it has a purpose <laughs> as a novelty nonsense song rather than take it seriously. It's just funny. Now it's Brady's segment. I like that. Uh, there you go. It's 8.15. That is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. It's 98KUPD. I guess I thought this guy died a long time ago. This is so cool, considering uh, when was Ecstasy of Gold done? Ennio Marcone passed away. I just said it. I saw it scroll across the screen. 91 years old. Dude who did this. Metallica uses this as their intro. because it fistful of dollars and uh, countless amount of westerns that this guy did the... That whole thing and... Uh, he passed away. 91 years old. You know what he died from, Brady? Old age. Fell down. Oops. 1966. Yeah. This is XC Gold. Metallica started using it in 1984 with their album, Fly the Light. Give me some fistful of dollars, too. That, uh, that is so cool. Yeah, he passed away in 91, and I thought he died years ago. It's shocking. Oh, listen to that. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's that one. He did fist. What was fistful of dollars? That's good bet in the answer. I thought the own, one before that was a fistful of dollars, but maybe. XC Gold. And then our own uh, oh, yeah. El Toro Local News. That's right. Responsible for Brady Bogan's other segment when bulls are in the news. El Toro Loco. Bulls who go crazy. How about some other ones you didn't know about? The Thing. Did he do The Thing? The Untouchables. The Hateful Eight. How about that? That cruddy Untouchables movie with Sean Connery? He yeah. did the music for that? Bugsy? 
Interesting. Yeah, he's done a lot. But the ones he's known for are those westerns. Sure. Big, big time. This is a, a few dollars more. Who's his go-to whistler? Oh, that's good, though. I know. It's got to be the same guy. It has to. Our, uh, our friend Chuck Powell, former radio guy. Chuck Powell is up in Seattle now doing uh, radio sports. His uh, uncle, I think, was a professional whistler and would get gigs doing this. There was a kid, a guy that came to our school uh, when I was in Indiana, and evidently he did it all the time. He must have been from northwest Indiana, but he came to uh, school because my uncle said he came to his school, too, when he was a kid, uh, who whistled the theme song to the Andy Griffith show. So in like 1978 or 8, whenever I was still there in 78 or 9. Uh, so was first grade, dude comes in. He's like, I'm the whistler who did the Andy Griffith show. And we're like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then he professionally whistled it for us. And what the dude could do that was amazing was whistle two songs at once. Which was like, to a six-year-old kid, it's like, oh, God, this needs a Merlin. The average professional whistler is pulling in 80 grand a year, Brady, if you're interested in pulling what? a little side action on professional whistling. Come on. Yeah. Average salary. Per, average salary average. per year That's for middle. pro whistler is seventy nine thousand. The low end, the bottom ten percent, are only pulling in thirty nine four. John, they call themselves professionals. They're still working on it. Still, it's a good side hustle if you can whistle like an angel. They compare it to insurance agents, seventy two grand. Teacher, thirty three. Teachers get thirty three thousand. Pro whistler because it's a much more useful and uh, unique talent than teaching. Now type in uh, morning radio show producer. All right. Oh boy. I, that's going to be awful because the small markets are going to crush it. Let alone you guys don't deserve much. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if a, oh, if you make more tough. than a whistler, Toledo. Oh. Just the jobs. Hang on. Yeah, see, let's see if you need to learn to whistle. <laughs> uh, this one pays forty nine. Oh, you're getting oh, killed by the pro whistler. The, you know what's sad? There's a lot of people driving to work right now. Twenty four to thirty three. Are you f- <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> that's happening in all the cars in Phoenix. I'm, Start practicing. I can whistle. Actually, Not until you can two songs at once. Yeah, 36 to 50. That would be pretty disappointing to be able in to. Boise. That's in Boise. Double so up. Cost of living's a little less. Brady, can you whistle? Are you a good whistler? Um, not really. I can whistle, but... Uh, yeah, not like, like Mexican people. I need to work on it. Mexican people, it's a whole language of whistling. I've never seen it. You ever have uh, construction done at your house? They don't say names or anything. They... And they're like the right guy comes over, like they have tones. And the guys stuff. that can do the multiple uh, whistles with their fingers, doing oh, the, yeah, putting the, the hook in, in there or doing the two fingers on each side. Let's clarify that before people try to yeah. hurt themselves. The fingers yeah. in their fingers. mouths. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you try to make mouths. your fingers whistle, you're gonna probably rub up against the machinery. Whoa! What do you got? This one's within our own company. Yeah. Eighty-four k. Where at? In Seattle. Huh? You better call him up to Leo. Oh, that's the old uh, Brooke and yeah. Jubal show. Yeah, but then exactly. Jubal decided yep. to go solo, so now it's right. Brooke and Jeff. <laughs> you put your application in now? <laughs> I would. Of course, Seattle's cost of living a little I higher. I thought there was a hiring freeze. I have to talk to Trip. Yeah. Well, if not for open positions. Go ahead, open it up. You go be Brooke and Jeffries. No. You know. You've learned your lesson. I'm good. No you more, stay right no here. No more radio gypsy. <laughs> That's right. I'm good. You want to do it? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, kid. Go ahead. I dare you. It'll be a great year. <laughs> a Go. year? You giving yeah. me that long? Yeah. yeah, they usually give them a year. New ones. Go produce somewhere else. You'll see. And when you come crawling back, 
You're going to find nothing but dust, friend. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to be part of it. 38K in Tampa. Yeah, don't quit looking. I'm just going to realize how lucky you are. <laughs> He's shopping. No. Shop no. all you want. 38 like, yeah. is like geez, he, told, he told me to search. Yeah. That 84K caught his eye. Hey, look, I'll tell you, the pro whistler as a side hustle is not a bad deal. That'll make you practice. But uh, Daniel Marcone, 91 years old, fell down, complications from the fall. Not even like a broken hip. He like bumped his head, like the fall killed him. Bullworth Disclosure? No kidding. He was a part of Disclosure? Wolf? Yeah, a wolf with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And, uh, about that. Yeah, he did a lot. In the line of fire? But some of the stuff he'd done is just legendary. He looked good for 91. I guess breathing looks good for 91. There are no currently open professional whistler positions on this website. They're all locked up? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> all the professional whistlers have their feet in cement. Apparently. <laughs> I dare you to come try to knock me off you this gotta, perch. you got to wait for one to fall down. How annoying would it be to live with a pro whistler? Got to practice. Oh. Stop. My grandma. That whistling? My grandma used to be able to whistle like uh, those ethereal, I can't do it, but she'd wobble it like. Oh. That was that garbage. That garbage. Awful. And she could whistle whole songs in vibrato. Oh, miserable. My dad's a good whistler, too. Not like those Mexican people. You guys can pull down $80,000. I've never seen a Mexican construction site without a good whistler. You got to have one. I mean, they, they do that weird thing where their tongue pushes on the bottom of their teeth and their lips get all weird. It just it pierces through thousands yeah. of people. It cuts across it's like a, a, a two-mile radius. Yeah, a stadium. A little, a little Mexican boy can, can get 2,000 yards from his father. In a crowd of 100,000 at a soccer match. And you'll hear, and that kid will come come back. It's almost like they're falconeers. This guy makes bow tie money. So oh, he's the pro whistler? You know, how high and low can you go? And it seems that simple. Seems now there are the techniques yeah. that people use. For example, I've developed all he's these funky champion. techniques. Is the regular lip whistle. But I can also whistle with my tongue. And then go... So I use those as embellishments to mimic an instrument Give me a or to put it all together. Yeah, put it all let's, together. Let's hear. Let's it hear really this. It helps me interpret the music in Fast a more forward. interesting way. There he goes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good pro whistling right there. Give him eighty grand. Eighty k. He's a world champ. He's probably uh, he's probably around six figures. What a convention that must be. Oh, oh get me some earplugs and a gun. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot any There's of the There's got to be the king, the king whistler. This is the guy. He's the oh. world champ this time. Oh, that's the guy. Pushing okay. chapstick. There is a handful. Is he doing uh, truth? He's doing something southern. It's confederacy. The glory of the glory, glory. Glory. Isn't that a southern, that a southern thing? No, no. I think that's a. I think he's a Confederate. I think he's a racist. <laughs> Gotta be canceled. Now. Is he whistling Dixie? Anyway, he's canceled. Uh, anyway, Ennio Marconi is dead, and we met the world champion whistler because of it. Uh, and then I got this. Uh, Ethan says, "I'm not going to lie. Over the past few weeks, and this, Ethan's a big list. He's a fan. He's like a big fan." Said, "I'm not going to lie. Over the past few weeks, I've been really worried about Brady. I found out his case of COVID." 
and I got scared for him because, you know, uh, can attack some people worse than others. He's got the high blood pressure. He's got all the problems. You never know if it's going to get you. Thank God it was somewhat mild. But I thought, oh, man, the thing that's really going to get him is this isolation. That will kill our beast. Brady and solitude mix like water and oil. <laughs> the fact is, you guys just let him tell you right here on the air this morning that he can't get through a day without breaking down in tears like a southern woman at her child's funeral. Maybe we, Yeah, maybe we missed yeah. something. Sunsets are too much for Brady. He cries every day because they make him realize another day has passed where he can't make a new friend. It's pathetic. So let me suggest this. Every Friday night, listeners and Brady can Zoom together and review chicken wing flavors from across the valley. Oh, that's true. We could bring yeah. the listeners to Brady. That's right. The fact that he's crying in his house by himself is just concerning to no end. God forbid we find him at the end of a doorknob, a failed attempt of an <laughs> experimental masturbation or something. Nobody's there, and we have to get our news for the rest of our lives from Eric. I just won't stand for it. <laughs> Brady, would you like to Zoom with people and talk sauce every Friday? Not a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> Why? Why is it a oh, terrible idea? Oh, I gotta talk to him. I don't want to talk. Yikes. I don't talk sauce. They talk back necessarily. What do you mean it's? Uh, we'll get the big Brady fans. Yeah, that, well, that's Brady. Brady would like that. Yeah. How about Brady ten fans. people a week can win a Zoom with Brady? <laughs> and well, you guys uh, can talk sauces and stuff. Yeah. Would you be interested in that? We can sell that. Sure. Yeah. Maybe five. Ten's a bit. Maybe ten's top. an awful lot. Yeah, five on a Zoom call. Would you yeah, you want to you want us and to move? You want to do it on a Friday? Is that, are Wait, you, you got what, something are you busy? else? Going yeah, on? what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I got things to do, man. Not really. I got. Uh, Was that your good crying? Emotions. Day? I got emotions. Yeah. To, Is that to your fulfill. day to let it all out into pillows? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the vent day. <laughs> that's the day you just you weep openly as sob. Hey, how about that? You just have a big sobbing party. <laughs> a cry off. How about everybody uh, goes to Zoom with Brady and you watch the end of like. Uh, I don't know, old yeller, and then everybody cries, talks about their feelings. Almost pulled the trigger on old yeller. Oh, God, don't say Disney that. Plus, I didn't. Yeah, well, that's how, I'm that's not a the spo- trigger man. Spoiler alert, yeah. that's how old yeller gets it. <laughs> don't say pull the trigger on old yeller, because then you just gave He's away. He's an egg yeah. sucker. That's right. That's how Travis does him in. A little Arliss loses his mind in the house. Little Arliss is the follow-up to old yeller, and it's a tough one, too. John, I'm preparing myself for disappointment for the day inevitably, year, two, whenever it comes on the show. How did Brady die, guys? Wow. Autoerotic asphyxiation. You'd have never thought. Yeah. Found him with a a Kaiser helmet on and his thumb in his ass tied to a door. It seems to be a theme with what people are coming up with here. Yeah. We all think that's how you're going to go. If if it were to be an accidental death, you're not going to choke on anything. You got... uh, you got a mouth like a puppet. You can swallow anything. But I do think that tied to a door the first time might be the way we end you. We'll be telling cops that he told us I he swear never it's masturbated. the first time I tried. You know what would be the worst part? It would be like a Hitchcock movie. Your phone's movie. on the worst video ever. Uh, well, even, even worse is as he's dying, his dumb thumb slips and accidentally FaceTimes me. <laughs> and, and all I see is a close-up of Brady with a tear rolling down his eye and a Kaiser helmet kind of half-cocked. But it wouldn't be the poop thumb. That would be stuck. Yeah, you're going to die like that. John, you you're guys right call about the, I, his helmet. <laughs> the helmet was a bad idea. You can my call thumb it. won't come out of my butt. I've clinched up. I clinched so up like, like dogs in Guadalupe. We can call the new segment on Friday, Talk Brady Off the Ledge yeah. or Make Brady Cry. <laughs> Try to make Brady cry. <laughs> Let's play Make Me Cry. I'll be the host of Make Me Cry. 
<laughs> Brady will sit in the the music. And then we'll do, like, great. Because he already told you that, yeah, we'll have music playing in the back that'll make you weep. And then we'll talk about, like. We would do that every oh, now and When we idea. get those phone calls every now and then. You'd cry. We'd oh, yeah, we'd try to make people cry. Yeah, yeah. We'd have Rocky's theme or, like, yeah. some sort of a love song that makes you cry. Yeah, we could, we could do that. Make Brady cry with, like, human achievement. I would just find that one African guy that can't be a citizen. He's got to go home. <laughs> yeah. Then I wave the American flag and got my citizenship. I just can't. There's so much beauty in the world. I forgot we used to do that yeah. during the yeah. uh, chats. When we? some the guy would call. You could feel it coming. Yeah. Cue the music. Here we go. Cry. Here we go, Jim. Let's make him cry. He's very emotional. Brady, please tell me you have a Batman costume. This is how my scenario works with you uh, dying. It's hard to get a thumb in your ass. How about just the top half of a Batman costume? <laughs> He's got no pants. Just, on. The, just the the face mask. Yeah, there's no 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 no. You got to have the top part too. Just to make it look like you got abs. <laughs> Utility belt. Yeah. Didn't you say Adam West is pantsless and Lady Chatter's? Oh Chatter yeah, but he's not Batman. He gets naked. He it's a it's a soft porn. He's a bird watcher. Lady Chatter Lee introduces him in the back watcher? of a car. Yeah. <laughs> It's a yellow-bellied sapsucker, and speaking of sucking, what exactly is going on down south here, lady? Chatterly. And then he gets blown in the back of a really old car. And he humps her. Lady Chatterly can't get enough of Adam West, but he's not Batman's Adam West. He's just Adam West. Breaking news, John. I have not confirmed, but this just came in on text. China has a case of the bubonic plague. I did see that. This is never going to end. Brady, don't cry. But things are going to get worse before they get better, and you're going to end up with and a plague. You're get it. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, buddy. First day out. But hunker down. <laughs> get some more Kleenex because you're going to be home crying a lot longer than you thought. Well, that's maybe, good. Maybe do invest in that Batman costume. It's scary news, but the plague pops up now and again. Did you see the thing about uh, China having to send ducks over to Pakistan to eat all the locusts? What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like real, China just has ducks at the ready. They've got tons of ducks. And Pakistan's like, borrow a couple hundred ducks. And they're over there eating all the locusts because the locusts are eating their crops. And they're trying to make it all biblical. But the Bible didn't have the part where China sent ducks in. Am I supposed to believe all of these? No, I don't know anything. The I don't eighth know. plague. Uh, well, again, the simulation's so broken, I can't believe any of it. But the plague will pop up now and again. You know, it, that's happened a few times where somebody yeah. gets a plague. This is just timing feels crazy. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, let's get to, let's get to this. Well, uh, I don't even know if we've got time for this. We don't. Uh, if you want to find the Guadalupe replay, it's on it's on your computer somewhere. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's not like what? just on their computer. Sure it at is. Home. It's sent to them. If really? you get the podcast, it gets sent to you. Oh, that's okay. Settle down, kid. Free of charge. Instagrams. <laughs> I just the way you made it sound like it's yeah. just gonna pop up on your computer. You want it? It's, it, it is gonna. It's gonna. It's called the subscribe button. Yeah, you subscribe to our podcast, it'll show up. If you don't, subscribe, and it'll show up on your computer. Remember when we subscribe to newspapers? Yeah, that's why up? I said, I don't know how it works. It just shows up at your house. We just can't do the replay because Brady wouldn't shut up about crying. <laughs> we'll zoom. I'm crying now. Let's Zoom cry with Brady this weekend. Make me cry. Anyway, well, I'll get a salesperson to try to sell that to, like, Kleenex or somebody good, and we'll try to get that going. We're not going to do it for free. That's for goddamn sure. Brady's... Buy a lot of tissues. Uh, Save 45. We're going to do what would Brady do coming up in just moments. We know what he'd do. He'd cry. It's 98. What would Brady do? Hmm? It's time now for Brady, the most moral man in the world, to solve all the problems. 
that only Brady can solve. I've got a few weird ones today. I just picked out a couple of good ones off the internet. I didn't go too deep off of the few what would Brady do's that we had for new ones. I got one just, just another one. Oh, boy. All right. I'll get that one in, too. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at uh, M&P Jewels over on 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, if you want to get some jewelry there, they've got it. If you want to drop some off, they've got it, too. It's uh, the, the smartest way to get your jewelry is to uh, get it off of somebody else after you don't pay markups and things at the jewelry stores that mark you up. They get a lot of them out there. So these guys will do it right there at 12th Street and Indian School and knock it out of the yard for you with what could be an antique or could be something absolutely amazing and modern. You got Maybe you got a ring you don't need anymore, you know, for whatever reason. Some jewelry you don't want, gifts. They'll take it. MFP Jewels right there on 12th Street and Indian School. Away we go. Ready, Brady? Ready. Dear Brady, I'm what you call an earner. It's a woman emailing, by the way. In fact, Not true. <laughs> you're a 79% earner. In fact... <laughs> Uh, if you were a professional whistler, you would make $54,000 a year. In fact, I'm the earner in the household. We do not have kids. I make a decent salary, so my husband has the luxury of taking six months to year-long sabbaticals in between his crappy call center jobs. Oh, wow. Oof. I always hear you guys talk about house managers. I'm wondering what Brady would do to get his manager on track. Oh. I keep telling my husband if the tables were turned, he worked and I stayed home. That the house would be spotless, dinner would be cooked, uh, there would be repairs taken care of. Whether I could do it or not, I'd have somebody fix it happily. However, our house is constantly dirty. He doesn't make dinner. He's up all night long. Stuff falls apart. Brady, what the F do I do? Signed, XO, I love the name, Megan Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> Tell her how Sorry. to fix your manager. Sorry, well, here's how you fix it, Megan. You're going to have to say so long. You gotta, gotta dump him. Gotta, gotta move on. You oh. gotta get a new manager. This guy's this guy's not changing. Man, Brady, you've uh, you know you change your tunes over the years. You used to try to <laughs> oh, fix no. me. This is not the Brady I know. Man, <laughs> gotta abandon okay. ship. Abandon ship. Settle, settle Mayday, down, settle Mayday, down. I'm just. Mayday, we're going down. No, you have to. I'm just kidding. I went. No, you're not. That's your yeah, real. Yeah, I that am. Was a, no, this is the Brady that's been isolated for a while. Has gotten to know himself. Yeah. This Wait, is this the new is. You know who this is? This is Brady. I'm like Wreck It Ralph, only with the F word. I'm no, here's Brady. But, I'm but here's. It. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, I will. Because I like this Brady. I like this honest Brady. I don't want this one that's going to backtrack now because he realized. Just a little shocked. He realized what he said was yeah. horrible. Gotta ditch that yeah. troll. What happened to talking out? See, you, you, know? you shock him. You shock at first with the shape. Now, now I've captured your attention. Oh, and here's what you gotta do. You gotta, you gotta check plan. all the bases. <laughs> so clever. Because the earner. There, there is. Uh, there's still plenty of situations where one person is the the earner and the other person isn't. Right. You you have to establish the roles. Then where would I, um, you know, where do I pick up? Since I'm not the earner, what can I do to uh, help out? The problem lies in if you're the earner, <laughs> you're saying, well, if I if the tables are turned, I would feel this way. Right. I would want to step up and do all these things, but. The problem is, is you your expectations. Sometimes you set it so high, but huh? When you're when you're the earner and you look at the other side, and I would do it. It's it's everyone else looking at someone else's job and saying, "Well, I I would do this like that and that." You know, you're pointing out all the things that the other right. person's not when doing. When they're not doing the job, yeah. But at the other side of it, you have to understand 
you have to find that happy medium there on saying, Accepting okay, their- what is it that you're doing? And then if 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 nothing's going to change, then that's when I said, okay, this is Dump just them. not going to work. Because I think it comes down to that that person's character from the from the get go. Either they have or did uh, you marry a deadbeat, right, right? Or the amb- ambition, or just right. saying, how can I help out? How can I make this house right? A better house. But I'm interested Even, in what you said and earlier. It doesn't have to be money. What you it said doesn't have to be money. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're, it's easy to accept. Like your bar's too high as the earner that you come home and see the things they haven't done. And so Sometimes you're supposed you to just accept. You know how, you know what the easiest thing to do when somebody's not doing their job is to point out the things they're not getting done. Yeah. So that's not some, that's not a high set bar. That's just like, well, I'm noticing there's like the house is filthy. That's, I know that's but, not something. But, that's not a high bar. It's like, look, if you're going to be home all day, Steve Harvey is the one who taught me this. I never learned yeah. anything from Steve Harvey except this. When he said, "I work real hard. I make a lot of money, and I provide a lifestyle. I'll be damned if I'm going to come home and have that be a job too." Yeah. And if you're going to live off of that, there's nothing wrong with me saying, "Hey, I'd like you to take care of things around the house." If you go he get a job, establishes that. That's yeah. the key, though. And that's he the key. You have to establish it right at the beginning. Yeah, you have and, to establish the facts. Like, look, yeah. I have no problem taking care of all this. All I ask is that you get things done. I don't care if you hire somebody. Like in Steve Harvey's case, he's like, she didn't want to clean the house. Get a maid and arrange when that's okay. And make make jobs get done. Get a handyman to get things that are broken done. Because I'm not going to work, you know, as hard as he was. He was doing three shows at the time. He's like, I'm not going to bust my ass, provide this lifestyle, and come home and have chores. Yeah, and that's um, that's the part of the, the teamwork thing that where it falls apart. You, you're not... You know, establishing those things right off the bat, and or at least discussing that. Like, look, there's um, a reason that you know you're not out there. You're not the earner. I mean, in some cases, um, like uh, for mine, for an example, early on, I wanted, I thought, hey, as much as we could be around Kirby in the early years, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, I'd like to be around and and um, you know, hang out with her. Yeah, as she permission grows up. to be there. I'd like to. Be I around had to ask for permission. Right. Is it okay if I hang out with Kirby this morning? <laughs> no, um, but that was a choice that you made, and sometimes it's it's always a tough pill to swallow when you say, "Okay, you know what? I want you to stay home, take care of the the house, or you know, you got to make sure you <laughs> detail what they." Yeah, the but she's got to agree are. to it too. Like if if she said okay, right. then that's her job. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to come to a compromise. You sit down, you yeah, talk exactly. about it. If this guy that is, you know, maybe you've had these conversations in the past and yeah. it continues. He's deadbeat. Yeah, if he's just a deadbeat, then yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe this is something you need to be willing to walk away from. Yeah. But if it's gonna, something yeah. where, you know, maybe he's falling into depression, maybe there's maybe there's, there's something wrong more, with him. Yeah, maybe there's more going on. Then, then more Eric's of a reason right. to Run. Get, him, get him out of there. <laughs> get out of there. Now you got to deal with mental illness, too? Forget <laughs> it. You're on your own, deadbeat. Leave him his video games and a TV and a cinder block table and go. Well, you got to do more than just bitching at him. Though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can't you have nag to, the guy. because yeah. you know how that is. When when all of a sudden, the, sometimes the toughest thing is when someone comes home and tells you stuff that you haven't been doing. Yeah, but it's your job. That's the, well, yeah, well, you it gotta, is to a degree, but you got to be. I mean, you have yes. to. Yeah, you're equal. There, there's but a way it's of going position. about that. Sure, but it's still a your position. Like, way. If you say, "Hey, house manager, the bill's getting paid," oh, I'll get to yeah. it. It's like, no, this is that's what you're responsible. As for. As long as you've agreed to that, yeah. like, 
Yeah, I don't. It doesn't sound like from that letter that they have established. Right. She needs. She's just eyeballing him, hoping he does. No. Stuff. But what I don't like about the letter is not only have they haven't established, but this guy does not sound like he's doing much of anything. No, right. And and Eric, you could be right. Maybe he is in a, a depression or something. Or sounds like a him problem. Feels defeated. Yeah. Maybe you marry. I, I we don't know all the specifics. Like maybe yeah. you first met. He's always been that way. Or right. maybe he used to be, you know, more of a go-getter, and now yeah. he's not. Are you know. the girl that's trying to change a guy, or is this what you got involved in in the first place? And kind of like this carefree, don't, don't work attitude. But yeah. yeah, if you're working and he's not, and you have an established ground rules, like, look, I'm fine with providing everything. If you're going to stay home, though, you got to clean the house and do stuff because you're not just going to sit here and then I got to come home from work and clean up after you. That's not happening. Everybody's got their breaking point. It just depends on where yours is. Like yeah. if you've continually had this conversation, yeah. nothing changes, then you're not happy. Well, things got and weird. You do have to. And 60s. you can create it yourself too because you can, like John, you mentioned it, that all of a sudden you become, all right, I'll go ahead and accept that. And the minute yeah, you know. let them get, well, that's the problem where people go, you know, you become conditioned that way. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's just the way it but is. But it got weird because roles changed and then they became insults. And responsibilities, responsibilities. Somewhere along the line, stuff at the house has to happen. So if somebody's yes. providing all the money and the ability to own the house, the other person should be the person that says, okay, well, I'm going to. I'm going to be the equal part of that and make sure that the house is taken care of. And there's nothing wrong with that. But somehow or another, that became, uh, you have to be even up on that. And you don't. You, you can have somebody have more responsibility in the house because somebody else has more responsibility outside of it. Yeah, it's and, all about getting on the yeah. same page. You just have to tell this deadbeat, hey, clean up the goddamn house. If you're not on the same page, it's not going to work. Or get a job. You got to get there. Yeah, I want to come home and I want the house not to be more work. And if I got somebody, like kids, they do that. Like my dad just get mad. He's like, I go to work all day and you guys just sit here and I come home and I got I got more things to do? That's not happening. So he put us to work. That, you know, we had chores. And that's what the reason that we had them is to earn our keep in the house and learn some responsibility on you're not just going to sit around and do nothing. That guy didn't yeah. want to. My dad didn't want to come home and go, all right, now I got to mow the grass. I got to get this done while I sit on my ass. No way. That wasn't going to happen. That's the same with adults. I don't understand why it's, a, it's insulting. Well, it depends on how you're doing it, though. I mean, you don't want to be like a, a father figure no uh, but you definitely wife or if you've got somebody around. that's acting like a child there's nothing wrong with being a father figure if you come home and this person's like eh, i'll get it done when i get it no you're not going to do that that's not happening we're going to talk about it, it. we're going to talk about it in a firm way because you're being a, a spoiled brat and i have to be responsible so guess who's going to act responsible you can reprimand each other in a marriage there's nothing wrong with it if somebody's not pulling their weight it should be brought up like hey you're not doing this and else it just gets going back and forth. It'll be the same thing over and over again. The the the, uh, the whether it's the fight, it'll be over the same issues. Sure, you're not the house manager. You're not doing it, or right. vice versa. Get a job, or this is a job. One of the two. Uh, dear Brady, to start off, I live with two of my very good friends who've been sleeping together off and on for about a year now. My guy friend started developing feelings for the girl. She doesn't feel the same. Recently. Uh, her and I started banging behind his back. <laughs> Let me repeat the first line of this again. I live with two of my very good friends. Oh. Anyway, recently, she and I started banging behind his back. Well, we just found out he's been suspicious of it and is hiding his spare phone in my room to record us while he's at work and caught us on tape doing it. Our other friends just told us about this and we don't know what to do. Do we tell him we know about this and kick him out and the friendship? What would you do here? Be you. Okay, well, the, the, the friendship 
is going to end no you matter what. That. You ended that when you were banging that guy's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone, I mean, though that whole combo is such a it's a, such a rotten friendship base yeah. to begin with. Um, Some chicks so, ruined know, it. Now there might be, um, I don't know, like privacy uh, issues with the f- recording that. Phone. Yeah, but once you breach the legality, yeah, once you start boning the uh, friend. He can pop his phone in there to find out if it's real or not. What's you need to look at the email again. I'm not positive, but I think it's a girl that's writing it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she lives with her two friends. Jeremy, go not in the trash positive, and get that out. But I, two well, guy friends? Or that, two? No, no, no. Two girlfriends and, and the guy. one dude. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So the two girls started uh, having at it. Oh, and he's jealous? That makes it better. One well, of that's what I'm saying. That's, I don't know if that's What's wrong with you, it. man? Well, the one roommate might be a pig. Look at the name, or yeah, but it's it could go either way. She didn't so. say stay anonymous. Bailey is the name. Yeah, that could be a boy or a girl. I'm leaning. Yeah, girl. well, the, I want it to be a girl. Pretty much yeah. done. And usually, maybe Bailey, that's me too. I just want it to be a girl. And usually, Bailey's don't look like toads. They're pretty right. hot. <laughs> right. Like Bailey's a cool hot girl name. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go. All right. With that. Well, then, yeah. Hmm. It's more fun. But again, it's uh, it's two dudes because it says, "Do I end the friendship?" Eh. What you were? Why? You were because it's a girl and a guy. The roommate. She she had no friendship to begin with. She's she's she not interested in the same stuff. This guy's interested. They're not that good of friends. <laughs> the the mm. yeah, the uh, guy knows exactly what's going on. How he's playing it. My guy friend started developing feelings for the girl. She doesn't yeah, feel the same. Recently, her and I started dating. What dude says my guy friend? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Well, that's got to be true. Uh, the yeah, the, yeah, that's true. My roommate, he just said, or something like that. You're right. Yeah. That could be. You might be leaning towards girl. So one of the two girls is gross, and he's already having sex with one of them. So it would have to be this Bailey, if that's if it's making him sick stop. to think Will of. You them stop together. saying one of the two girls is gross. Well, that's what I'm you saying. Why know. else would you look? If you found what out, if they're both beautiful, if, uh, then you, then why why in the world would he record it and try to catch them? If they're both beautiful, all he's going to do is try to get involved. Because there are guys like that. Now that's a weirdo. And then so you end the friendship <laughs> there on that. We we have one on the on our line right. Brady, now. Uh, welcome to the show. Eric has <laughs> yeah. accused you of. Uh, <laughs> Of if, uh, if Ronnie wanted to have beautiful, beautiful girl sex with another lady, that you would hide a phone and try to disrupt that with legalities. Uh, I would hey, not. No. Would you hide a phone and catch her? Um, I would. I would want to know what's going on. Yeah. So, if, you know, I'd be. I'd be surprised if that was. That was. Uh, you know, another girl, and um, addressing it would be interesting. I don't know how I'd feel on that one. You've said They're for years, Brady, you're not for you're not that. Going into three. You, you I'm would not. Consider it cheating. I'm not. You would consider oh, yeah. it cheating. Oh yeah, you would be I do. Upset and it's sure. a divorce. But if she was, I, I think having hot. sex with no matter who who it is is cheating on a in a marriage relationship. Right, but if it's another girl, but right. if she's a smoking <laughs> hot baby, <laughs> if all of a sudden the new it neighbor makes the baby, cheating a little easier it it less to cheating. accept. And more like, wait a second. Yeah. The only thing I'm upset about is that you're yeah, keeping that can... this from me. Yeah, and if she, if she, exactly. That's if she still wants to it. be married to me, all right. Yeah. I hadn't figured on this, Brady, but it just dawned on me that Ronnie would have to hide that from you if she was banging some hot girl well, because yeah. she'd be afraid. So uh, you need to oh. open open up a little that's, on this one. That's so pretty then much she... true all the way around. Sure, She'd sure, have but to hide no matter what. Okay, but um, we're talking about really hot chicks. Yeah. Like, if Ronnie was into Super two dudes hot. banging and you had some supermodel man that was just giving you the pipe on the reg, you would yeah. tell her, like, hey, I'm into this, too. 
right? Well, if uh, if I found out, then I'd say, okay, I I got to tell you something. I've I've been. Uh, no, no, no. It would be like, I didn't oh. know you were into this. Yeah, so I, I've been keeping it on the down low. Would you like to watch this? You would, it, would be an, Trevor. it would be a door that opens rather than closes. Could be. Yeah, so if you're into like, yeah. if Ronnie was having but, but hot model not. sex with a girl, she would hide it from you thinking it would make you mad, where really, if you were a little more open and less uptight about this, she might just come to you and say, hey, I want to show you something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the point of where you're getting uh, from the get-go when it comes down to you have to hide it, that's not good. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying to you beyond this letter. Ronnie would feel like she's got to hide her hot sex with other girls from you because she thinks you'd be upset. You got to let her know. It. Yeah, yeah you got to let her know. I'm not against that. If you're ever going to do that, let me know. I'll buy a front row ticket. You know, just to be clear. Yeah. Right. That goes for all the wives. It comes back to what we're saying. You got to sit down and, and go over the expectations. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You've set the table on this one for her to think, well, I have to hide my hot girl sex with hot girls. Yeah. Just for all the women in my life, let it's, you know. You don't have to hide that. From me. Yeah, this changes everything for <laughs> yeah. me in this letter. I'm, yeah. I'm like, if it's uh, two girls, this dude needs to, yeah, he needs to get it together <laughs> and, and recognize that this is not going to be. Long term, maybe. Sorry, Brady wants it to be a long. It's not going to be a long relationship. No, I said that. But I'll tell you right now, it's not going to happen to you a lot in your life. You might as well jump on this train and ride it like a hobo for a little while. Yeah, life's short. Come on. Ride it like a hobo? Ride it like a hobo. I'm just going to get on that train and go. I'm going to end up in Bear Mountain City, Arkansas. Not know why, but I'm going to be there. Like That was a good ride. Do hobos still do that? Do they still ride the Jump trains? the rails? Yeah, they ride the rails, Eric. Oh, they yeah. ride the rails. With their bag they and got their nothing stick. else to do. Yeah. Speaking of riding the rails... Uh, uh, Meg's beaver hosen's uh, husband is probably real close to getting on those things. <laughs> yeah. She just emailed and said, hey, you made me see things a little differently. He used to be an electrician when we met 10 years ago. He lost his driver's license about six years ago and had to start taking crappy jobs. Oh, sounds like, I bet he's depressed. She even said that. Maybe he's depressed. Yeah. Well, you should get to yeah. know your husband a little yeah. bit. Yeah, why, why don't you try talking? <laughs> How about you ask him, are you depressed or something? <laughs> well, you sit in this filthy house with your thumb in your ass doing nothing all day? I mean, it, it's not an excuse, but maybe you can work on no, it or, like, right. get some help. Hey, and, look, sounds like yeah. a question or two would help your relationship <laughs> a lot, Meg's Anastasia Beaverhausen. Hey. Instead of coming up with wacky fake names, how about wandering over to that dirty-ass couch, clear off a bunch of the Olympia cans from the table, and ask your husband if he's trying to kill himself when you're not home? <laughs> maybe a That's question a good start. Or two. Yeah. That's a good start. You know what I did today? I'm Meg and Anastasia Beaverhausen. Oh, my husband's hanging again. I'll be right back. Because guys would say that to the girl right away. Go, What's yeah. wrong? Are you depressed? What's, What's going, going on? on? Why is the house so dirty? It. Here we go. All I'll right. listen to you, but at the end, I want the house clean. <laughs> we if, can get some help. Yeah. yeah, we can go talk to somebody. You know what I think would cheer you up? Projects. <laughs> Little projects around the house. Like, start with the vacuum. This place is a pig stuff. Tell me about your emotion. Yeah. Oh, God. Go. I just don't know that <laughs> I have anything left to give the earth. Well, uh, well, you're going to give him some sort of dysentery. Keep living like this. <laughs> Try a shower. And then a house shower. Uh, dear Brady, why is it my wife is... Oh, look at this. Why is it my wife is so against me having sex with other people? I struggle with this every day. <laughs> Explain it to me. I'm only 27. It's a natural instinct. Why do we stop it, Kevin? Well, first of all, it's you got question. into the situation to begin with. You said... I mean, if he, he got married, it's true. You part, signed up for it. Yeah, you signed up for that. Then, if you knew that the whole time, then why yeah. did you get married? But I think you got married thinking, 
not really thinking about it. And I'm like, oh my god, it's one of those things you didn't realize what you got yourself. Yeah, like into. later, you're like, oh my god, yeah. why do I try? I thought marriage would. I I known people who thought that that getting married would stop their uh, want and desire for outside stuff. I honestly have met a man who said I got married because it had to tame me. Women say that. Get him to marry you, and he'll calm down. It's like they think they've neutered us because we'll be legally yeah, obligated and forced to not have those situations. feelings. Yeah, you yeah. should. This is why we've been preaching for years on this show. Not until you're uh, 30. Don't get married. Thir- at least 30. 30 is when you can start whispering it. Yeah, you got to get it out of your system, man, in your yeah. 20s and your teens. like Even if it's loneliness, get it out of your system. 30 is when you start developing life. Dear Brady, should I take a job for 30000 more a year, get married, and work for my wife's dad? Stability versus financial prosperity. Lanny. $30,000 additional if he keeps doing his own job. Or the other option is get married and work for the wife's yeah, jelly belly factory. father. Who knows? Hmm. Work, That's a t- work for the wife's um, dad. Well, stability, man. Well, go ahead. Well, it depends on the. I I need to know more about the uh, the wife's dad. I'll tell you right now the answer. Because if he is the second, you know, the heir apparent, um, you know. But if there are other, if she has brothers in the mix or whatever, that that would be a watch the movie Fargo, and recognize how horrible it is to work for your father-in-law. The scene where William Macy sits down and he's trying to ask uh, his father-in-law for a little help. And he says, "I just want to. I just want to take care of uh, uh, Scotty and uh, and uh, Jeannie. Scotty and Jeannie will be just fine." Father-in-law is letting him know, "You're along for the ride until she says you're not. You're not. There's no stability in working for your father-in-law. And if you're already willing to leave her or consider it by writing a radio station and saying, should I take the money or do this? You know, you're on borrowed time. The stability is with your father-in-law's company isn't there because you could get divorced and then you're out of work." Well, not all father-in-laws. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, and I know. Yeah. And I know. That, yeah, absolutely. You don't want that. You don't. Want, could you work for your father-in-law right now and then get divorced? Oh, he's would dead. Be, okay, but yeah. Okay, so whoever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in your life. Maybe he's a moth. So if you worked at a moth light, if you worked at a light bulb factory and you met your father-in-law. <laughs> buzz, buzz. And he's buzzing by the lights and you're like, oh, there he is. That's a, hey, uh, Carl. Yeah, I mean, that would be tough. No, I understand that. that. Would be it, it would be, yeah. it puts you in a yeah. tough spot periodically. Yeah. That your job I've, is dependent I've, on your relationship right. working? Come on, that's tough. Take really working with family at all can yeah. be tough. Take the money. Any type of family. It's been about, I, I would say it's 50-50 of the ones that I know that have worked, end up going to work for the family. You've done some studies? Yeah. <laughs> you just, came up just, with, the, just the quick that. Rolodex that I had of friends <laughs> that I have that have worked easy. for the family. So, and, uh, uh, so you're telling this guy to he, he, just place a bet, black yeah, or red, yeah. whatever Your comes up. Your odds are one or the other. Because <laughs> I can tell you, you know, I, uh, an example would be um, my uh, buddy Tom Lejeune started his company, and his son took it over, and son-in-law. Okay, now, Brady. They've been running it. For Tom years. Lejeune is 111 years old. His son and son-in-law come from a time where you couldn't get divorced. I don't even think it was legal. No, they're younger. We're talking about than, modern. They're folk. younger than us. There, uh, his son isn't younger than me. Uh, we're well, right, right around the same age, yeah. maybe, maybe even younger. Lejeune's an old guy. A couple of years. So you got one example there. So that's one, and then you yeah. know another person where it didn't work out. And so I got 50, another 50, buddy. 50, 50. That, yeah, <laughs> it's fifty-fifty. Off the off the grand pool of candidates of two. Brady so that's a, a good 50, advice. 50. Yeah, Either do it or don't. Yeah, that's great. I just don't think. Could you imagine Brady Ronnie working for Torpen Bunny? 
Um, they, could, they couldn't even stay at the house for a week. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that's. A yeah. Good well, example. I, I yeah. did it the other way around. Like if I w- working for basically what would be the equivalent of my mother-in-law in right. Denver. At could her, you do it? Uh, um, I probably could. You prob- yeah. probably could means that there's apprehension there because you realize that it's all dependent on how you and Ronnie. Well, the do. tough thing that I'd look at is, uh, you know, she's a smoker. That would be a tough one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think it's always a but better. We get to along. We get along really yeah. good. I agree with. It's that. always a better shot at paving your own way. Than, I agree. Than going that direction. Yeah. And if you're already sure. thinking, well, I should. It's if he's already thinking, do I take the money or stay with dad? You're already yeah. thinking that the relationship is something you can get rid of. So Yeah, and you need to know that going into it. Like, I mean, JV, my brother-in-law, more or less went to work for my uncle, his law firm, but it was a little different because he had to still do his, you have to perform, and then it spun off, and he was able to take it from there. But he got started through, you know, his sure. relationship. And here's the thing, like, you could go pave your own way, and then uh, if it doesn't work out, that guy, he, yeah. he still might be there. You know, you yeah. don't know down the road. But getting married? Oh, boy, I tell you what. All right, one more. Do you watch uh, Cornholing, Brady? I imagine you do. Why is the sport divided by gender? <laughs> I uh, Friday afternoon, as I'm scrolling down the TV, I see the National Cornhole Championships. I yeah. checked it out. One, Me too. I was probably, I probably put about 30 minutes into it. I watched it. And, man, it's... I mean, yeah, there's some guys that can have great throws, or but it, it was boring. But why is it divided by gender is a great question. The yeah, lead, I the don't know. The women's league and the men's league, nothing changes. The distance doesn't change. The size no. of the hole of the board is not different. The The beanbags are the same, and it's not like you need a, incredible strength. And or, then they even do mixed doubles, too. Do they? I hadn't seen that one. Yeah, that was on Friday. They had um, a mixed doubles team. Shouldn't it all be just like teams? I think like that is a sport team. that could be, yeah. for sure. Because there's absolutely zero difference in skill at all. I think it's just because dudes want to play games without chicks around. Well, if they um, kept it mixed up, there would just never be a woman champion, no matter what. <laughs> you don't think I mean, so? Men are just better at that At everything? Sport. Yeah. There you go. Well, there's the answer. That's why. <laughs> to avoid male dominance for all of eternity, they had to yeah. have a female group in cornholing. Makes sense. <laughs> there you go. That's the answer we were looking for. Nice job. Uh, yeah. And just get out of there. Take the money and run, dude. You don't need that. That extra 30 grand is going to come in handy. But that, you're, I mean, your point is that's a great sport where it doesn't have to be. You could have it mixed and be fu- equal. Yeah, it is equal. Like, nothing changes. Like, you, yeah. there's, there's no height requirement. There are clearly, no physical fitness requirement at all. No. The women are sometimes much larger than the men. I saw some blimp girl. I couldn't tell if her head and her neck were the same or not. She looked like she'd stuck herself into her own shoulders and like got trapped. The she was amazing. Was excited on the team that I was watching because the one was a former college football player. Yeah. Well, they had a couple of that, uh, Daniel Jones and uh, I forget who the other guy from the Giants were. Played a couple of guys and they were they were decent at it. But yeah, I don't I don't know why you need a, a female league for that. It's just that is complete segregation. <laughs> There's zero skill difference. And the one giant blobbin woman uh, went like 21 for 22 and just devastated the other team. And she was humongous. And Johnsonville brats on her shirt because that's who sponsored her because they had to or she'd kill them. 
That's not true, this John. One, yeah, no, no, she said it in the post-interview. For kneeling to my demands? She has a lifetime deal. Oh, she's not getting paid in money. She talked like Paul Sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> Paul even looked at her and went, that chick needs to lose weight. <laughs> she is big. But she was a, she was incredible. One after another. In the hole. Like a pie in my mouth. <laughs> That's how she practices at home. She throws a pie 20 feet and then runs to it. Like a cartoon dog. Oh, is that real? Charlie Daniels died. Jeez, what? 2020 can't get any worse. Man. Ennio Marconi and Charlie Daniels on the same day. Did, he, did uh, Ennio Marconi fall on him? Yes, that's how it happened. <laughs> 83. Oh, friend, my good Daniels. friend Charlie Daniels. Are you friends with him? What? No. no but I made chili him for once, him. I made chili for him in Wisconsin. All right. And, you know, Talk amongst yourselves. That's, that's how we became good <laughs> friends. Enough. Stop. That's enough. We're done. Uh, there you go. That's what Brady would do and then embarrass himself. <laughs> that was what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Listen. Oh, yeah, I can. I know, but we were about to go on there and started seeing horrible things about (laughs) Charlie Daniels. We've just figured out that everybody that Brady takes a picture with dies. Well, everyone that he feeds passes away. Brady has a picture now of himself 45 years ago with Charlie Daniels, and Charlie's eating Brady's chili, and you got a photo of that. And that was pretty quick that you got that photo out, so that's somewhere on display in your house. No, I, I actually got it about two weeks ago. My dad is now, you know, since they on their move, their most recent move, he was finding a bunch of old pictures and he's been uh, sending them to well, there's one right has. there of charlie daniels yeah. eating your chili and if you do put it on uh how Facebook, about that hair piece i'm wearing yeah, it looks pretty nice it's very nice dapper dan just <laughs> underneath it uh, just put rest in peace charlie daniels brady's chili kills again because it's a it's him eating your chili on the day he dies it's, he had a big stroke he got him and he's huge i didn't realize how big charlie daniels was he's standing Tall next to man. you that's a big dude yeah. And, six five. I mean, there's perceptions. Goes about this, six nine in the uh, cowboy hat. The hat's definitely adding some height, but you look like shoulder height to this guy. Uh, that, that's what I couldn't believe when I first, when he walked backstage, and you, you know, you see him up on stage, and then all of a sudden he comes to the room. He's a big man. Have you always like in a radio job been the guy that cooks for all the bands? You did it here for a long time. Like you, and you, I you think got about hired. It, I've done it a couple. I've done it a couple times. That's yeah. for sure. You got hired yeah. in Milwaukee as a promotions guy, and the next thing you know, you're whipping up a bunch of chili for bands. Yeah, huh. that's interesting. Travis Tritt and Charlie Daniels. <laughs> interesting. Travis Tritt. He didn't deserve any food. Why are you giving him food? <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks. My friend said Charlie Daniels' heart couldn't take NASCAR banning the Confederate flag, so we just checked out. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> That's from the great Craig Martin. I love Charlie Daniels. Oh, I, I love one him. song. Well, no, I would. I saw him live with Molly he's Hatchet. Good. Man, oh, I'm sure he's yeah. a great musician and stuff. I only know one song. Yeah, I mean, he's only got one. That's it. I don't know him. any of his other work, and I would have been bored to tears. I would have probably said, "Hey, they're a really good band." But it's kind of like the the Blues Traveler thing, although they have a few more songs. A few. But just watching yeah. like yeah. John Popper play the harmonica. But I got bored with that after like three songs that I don't know. Like I wanted to hear the hook and all the other ones that he right. did. I'm like, oh, these are great. And then it gets into the other stuff. And I'm like, all right, Popper, that's another ten minute harmonica solo I didn't sign up for. This is annoying. <laughs> I wanted the hits and I wanted a couple little moments. Like Dave Matthews, he's got twenty hit songs. You hear two of them, and then like this forty five minute 
trip fusion. down. I don't know what. Well, the they're hell. the type of oh. bands like Charlie Daniels yeah. and, and the Blues Traveler you want to see at festivals because you know you only get thirty minutes leave. with them maybe at most. <laughs> yeah, they give you the hits and they get off the stage. <laughs> right, right. And there's other stuff to do. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, anyway, well there you go. Charlie Daniels and uh, Marconi died today together. And your Marconi. Who's going to be the third? Uh, I'm going to go with Lady Gaga just Lady because Gaga? I'm wishing for it. Yeah, I'm going to hope for that. <laughs> little curveball. In the shallow, shallow. Oh, that song's awful. It's usually not all like musicians or all actors. Usually we get like a, Yeah, you get a third one that's Maybe it'll be like Kathy Griffin Would or you put good. them in together with uh, Hugh Downs? Because Hugh died Friday, right? Yeah. Or Thursday. Mm, Is that yeah. kind of a triad right there? It's a pretty good one. I guess that would work. He was Hugh Downs was good. So he was a, old, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Marconi was Marconi. 91. Yeah, that's true. They're probably about the same age. This is a real old man triad. Ah, maybe Hugh Downs did kick this off, and we didn't realize it. All right. New triad starts tomorrow. And plus, it was weird that Hugh Downs, host of 2020, dies in 2020. <laughs> this is 2020. And off he goes. All right. I like yeah. that. We'll start a new one. I like that. Downs, Daniels, Marconi. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Hopefully nobody dies in the middle of this. Uh, somebody wanted a new theme song for this, Brady. I don't know if you're interested in that. Brady's new, because uh, he likes to cry now. The entertainment drill with Brady Bogan is now brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. they got a great special for KUPD listeners right now. Even though the gyms aren't open, this special will, will hold for a year, because they will come back. 169 bucks, uh, two months unlimited training. That's how they work it. Oh, Brady, calm down. This was a hit song. Oh my God. Yeah, this one didn't get me. Oh, this didn't get me. No? But it would if no, someone was telling you about there. their trek to becoming an American. Oh, that's maybe. Maybe. You never know. Uh, or their trek to become an American where uh, they had to go home and it didn't work. That would be rough. They had to go back and then they were slaughtered in their village. Like the second they landed. They were so close. We'll get you crying on the Zoom. Uh, in the meantime, go to reactdefense.com, get yourself in that special deal, and uh, just know that all this will end soon, and you're going to need a place to get rid of all this extra weight you're putting on hanging around the house. You can go to their website, too, check out all their videos, and learn a uh, lifestyle that will change your brain and the way you behave publicly and all that other stuff in a much better way. We live in a crazy, mixed-up, strange world. Uh, no more proof of that than the last seven months, So, uh, and it's always been kind of weird. It's just getting weirder. Uh, why not make yourself a little brighter in that way? And plus, get a good deal. So it's, it's only good for right now. So get on that, KUPD listeners. ReactDefense.com. That's where you go. They're doing everything right. They're a local business that's trying to make it through this nightmare. So supporting them right now is wildly important. They're good people, too. Take my word for that. Uh, Brady, entertain me. Kanye West announced that he's running for president. Um, some people think he's doing it to steal the black vote from Joe Biden and help Donald Trump win. It is an interesting theory. He is friends with Trump, isn't he? Yeah, but look, it's just more proof the simulation's down. Will he actually be and on a checking. ballot? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that you can be. You can't, yeah, you ju- you can't, can't just scream, I want to be president, and then... It has to be a write-in, right? I don't know. I don't know how it works. There usually always ends up being like a independent or a green party. Yeah, but they or, go through a process, too. Uh, you know, they, yeah. you can't just scream out, I want to do get this. It? And yeah. there's a process, and you have to get uh, delegates and all sorts of things and go through states and... You can't just scream, I want to be president, and end up on the ballot. So maybe it would have to be a write-in, but it's not, this is not how you do it. Because don't the, the Libertarians and the Green Party still have their own 
But you do have to go through their state's things and then apply. And sometimes they just won't let you be part of it. Sometimes they're like, maybe. You're an established party, but you have to get a certain amount of states on board. I don't know how Kanye plans on working this. But if there's any way to do it with Instagram and anything else, He'll, he'll figure it out. Oh, he can I mean, knock he, it out between, if he has to get names on a well, you know yeah. a ballot, a petition to be on the ballot. He could probably do it in the majority yeah. of states because between him and the Kardashians, his the followers are a third of the country. It is interesting. I mean, if you get enough black, well, black people that vote for him, it I mean, scares it could, me. Could affect it that the effing guy will win because the other two are so bad. He actually okay. might start making sense, no, and then and then up. I don't think that I don't either. But we said the same thing about Donald know. Trump. You never. We know. said the same thing in. Let him in on the debate. Uh, yeah, but that scares me more. As people are like this, Kanye's making a lot of sense next to, you know, uh, Jeff Dunham's puppet and the crazy haired one. Joel Osteen will be his running mate. Oh, uh, oh yeah, man! Look, it would, and that would work. That would. Look, you just you just signed up about fifty million people with just that, yeah. and now you got to convince another forty million in a three party race, and you've won. Uh, <laughs> That's how I know. We said the same thing in two thousand six. Fifteen, we said it. This is crazy. He's just doing it to to have a laugh, like he's trying to make fun of it, right? Dude's been president now for three and a half years. Well, there's a dude in Florida named K. W. Miller who's running for Congress, and uh, he's running for Florida's eighteenth district in Congress. He's not affiliated with a party, but he's a big supporter of President Trump. And uh, he also claims that Beyonce is not black. She's an Italian woman named Anne Marie Lestrasi. And she's part of a Soros's uh, deep state agenda for Black Lives Matter movement. That's right. He also added her song Formation. Um, He said it's a secret coded message to the globalists. And she worships a Satanist, and she uh, goes to Satanist churches, uses uh, Satanist symbols in her bag, too, I guess, on her purse. Is that bad? I don't know. Well, according to Miller, is He also says Patti LaBelle is an Illuminati globalist puppet. I mean, I swear to God, these... These George Soros and Koch brothers uh, <laughs> scenarios just get crazier and they crazier. Just, why don't they just on run both for sides? Like it's not like they're hidden anymore. We all know <laughs> you're running it all. They're so just, always brought up yeah. by the right and the left. Yeah. Uh, the George Soros or the Koch brothers. This is a mess. Soros conspiracy. <laughs> How do you know? The Koch brothers told me. Like, wait a second. That's the same. You have versions of the exact same thing on both sides, and it's not hidden anymore. If it was, if they were this good at running things as puppeteers, we wouldn't know who they are. I know. I didn't know the Coke brothers weren't Coca-Cola. <laughs> they behind like, the scenes, yeah. guys, pulling the strings. Yeah. But they're not behind the scenes, Brady. <laughs> I know, we know. We know everything <laughs> they do from all these politicians. Go, that's a Coke brothers <laughs> thing. That's a source. Well, they're not behind the scenes at all. They're very, they're in the forefront of the scenes. Like if I found out, you know, some guy named R- Roger was pulling all this stuff. I'm like, who's this guy? And then, then you got a puppet master. Like, wow, how did we, we, we unearth the fact that this guy's been controlling it all for years? Wow. Does, would it surprise me if there was some underground control? No. no. But when it's people I know, it's not underground. If I know about them, it's not underground. Why don't they just run? If That's what I said. that into it. Just run. If just be in charge. One of the Koch brothers, just run. The, 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 the jig is up, guys. We know you. <laughs> just control it from up front. We know you. It's ridiculous to sit and act like it's all, oh, it's this dark conspiracy. From who? George Soros. Well, then he's doing it on his own. He doesn't need puppets. 
He puts all the money in. Right. But we know about him. Leslie David Baker from The Office wants to make a spinoff called Uncle Stan, where his character Stanley Hudson gets called out of retirement to help his nephew's struggling business. He's out of work and he wants more. (laughs) He wants to milk what people know him for. The Office went on four years too long. We can't have Stanley keep it up. The Beatles almost got back together in 1976, six years after they broke up, but their reunion was prevented by a great white shark. According to Ringo Starr, a promoter offered the equivalent of about $250 million in today's money for the four of them to uh, get together. So Ringo said we all said talked yes. about it. And we said, okay, it seems like a pretty good idea. And then all of a sudden they looked at it and they said, but the opening act is a guy fighting a shark. So then we said, nah, we don't want to do that. That's How stupid. in the world? So they passed on it. According to, so it sounds pretty crazy, but according to an old People magazine article from 1976, a promoter named Bill Sargent made the offer, but after the Beatles turned him down, he decided to concentrate on his next project in which the Australian diver named Wally Gibbons (laughs) would fight Fight to the death a 14-foot, 2,500-pound killer shark in a lagoon off of Western Samoa. How is that something you wouldn't want to follow? (laughs) And then have the Beatles cap yeah, it off? I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've just been entertained to your fine. The nth degree of your dollar has been matched. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles now. Maybe the Beatles didn't want to follow that. How can we do and such a thing? And they had a problem opening for Wally. They want us to have a concert. We get back together, but we don't get to pick our opening act. Oh, who's the opening act then, John? You're not going to believe this. A man's going to fight a shark to the death on stage, and then we play Love, Love, Ya, Ya. Wally Gibbons. Are you sure you understood all that properly? I'm positive. I ask no questions. $250 million, we fight a shark. <laughs> they wanted the Beatles to fight the shark. <laughs> and then saying, <laughs> I had a, oh my God, that's worth a billion dollars right there. I'm willing to do it if you guys want to fight the shark. Not sure if we fight the shark or the shark is fought for us. I don't know um, if we get along well enough. Imagine the deal that he Bill Sargent made to Wally Gibbons to say, I'll, I'll pay you this much. Who did to he fight lock down shark. first? I know. I got an idea, you guys. It's a little off kilter, but listen up. I got the Beatles on the hook, and I got a guy who'll fight a shark. To... Those are two different shows, Wally. I want to combine them. We'll call it Sharkchella. How awesome would that be? I have to think that Wally should do two shows on different separate occasions. Why do you want us to play after that, Wally? Can you imagine? The the crowd's going to be crazy. What if the shark wins? I hadn't thought of that. (laughs) Watch a man get devoured by a shark. All right, everybody, sorry about that. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. (laughs) She loves you. Yeah, why are you all crying? That's what was missing for the fire Festival. That's right. They had all the potential to do that. Before we get into our next song, we'd like to have a moment of silence for the man we all saw massacred tonight by a shark. Such a weird night. Two, three, four. I love you. <laughs> We're just going to play a couple of instrumentals. We can't stop crying. So much blood on the stage. 
And even still, if you watch a man dismantle a shark, that's got to be off-putting. You think it sounds cool, but it's going to be bloody. I want to hold your hand. <laughs> I can't go on. I can't stop thinking about that poor shark. He didn't even know why he was here. He was just trying to survive. <laughs> we all live in it. Seems so inappropriate to do this one. It doesn't feel right. I don't like the Under the Sea songs right now. Cut it from the list. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever, and it never happened. Ever. In the history of man ideas. The cotton gin, the printing press. Bah! The man who fights a shark and opens up for the Beatles is... And then how do they take that on the road? They got to get this guy a new shark every city. It's a, you know, he must have had it lined up for a one-off. Man, the 70s were so cool. Evil Knievel was jumping over everything and missing. And then uh, he didn't, I don't think I saw him succeed once. Every every couple months, Evil Knievel would recover and they'd throw him off of something else and we'd all watch. And then (laughs) the Beatles were going to do that. We were high as a kite. Maybe it was better. Maybe that is when America was great. Gas was $700 a gallon. People were wrestling sharks in front of the Beatles. Amazing. Is that it? Yep, that's right. it. Man, oh, man. That's how do you saying. top that? You don't. Well, I do know, actually, how you top that. A man <laughs> fights a shark. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. What is it on the ticket? The Beatles plus special guest man fights shark. That's quite an elaborate setup. Anyway, we'll go see that some other time. Uh, to the late Charlie Daniels, who I'm getting emails from a lot of people saying, he was racist, you know. Really? Well, did Brady, was that your experience? Uh, no. He's really nice. Were there any black people yeah, there? Yeah, how many black people were in there? Uh, they weren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Charlie would, would have it no other way. <laughs> I thought that's just standard, right? Did he ask you if the, if the chili had been touched by anybody other than an alabaster hand? <laughs> He did ask yeah. that. Uh, well, that was a standard question. Yeah. Was this, did he eat the chili while the man fought the shark on the country stage? Because the guy had, that was probably in the 80s. We, we talked about Wally Gibbons all yeah. night. Some guy outside uh, wrestling a catfish. Quite a lot less than we expect. <laughs> he was noodling. <laughs> uh, we're all done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Monday. We'll see you right here in the Morning Sickness tomorrow. Brady, stay positive. Until later. Bye. The Larry Brothers Studio. This is the Big Red.